Hey, this is uh, magic artist Eric Deschamps, and you're listening to Seven Land Hand. It's Seven Land Ham! Brought to you by Good Games. Wizards of the Coast are really embracing modern horizons. With the young George Takai starring as Umazawa, it looks like Watsi are changing from LGBTQ to LGBTQMTG. And it's not just a token gesture. We have Ayula, Queen Among Bears, in the set. Ayula, however, is supposedly rare. When we were out in town the other night, in Sydney, Queen Bears, eh, kind of common. Also common. This is Seven Land Hand. That was your favourite club, wasn't it? Yeah. Got over well, it. Well common, it was called. Well common. Um, well, come on in. Ah, that's what it had in neon above yeah. the door. Uh, <laughs> mast, master of non, horizons of many, it's Aaron Forsprog Graham. It's David River of Goons, Wildsmith. Spoonerisms! Oh, Those are the only two we could find in the whole set. So. Yeah, we've been looking. Mondering page. Mondering page doesn't and really work. Clylent searing. Power all scossabilities. Yeah. None of these really work. No, they don't. I'm glad our audience is up on Spoonerisms, though, because they'll be Me going, too. Oh, close one. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but we are, look, we look every time. As we've said before, <laughs> one day they'll slip up horribly. Yeah. We'll be there to catch them. Although, Forsprog. I like to call pre-cum. That's, that's pretty close. That's quite an old card, actually, as well. Is it? Yeah. It's new to modern, so as, we'll, as we'll talk it. about. But it actually looks a little bit like a stain on it. Never he, mind. He resembles... <laughs> hey, that's right, yeah. <laughs> a big pile of... Big anyway, pile of goo. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, what, was, what's, what was once on your horizon and now up, is up in your shit, geek-wise? More of the spark. I mean, I just, I'm playing yeah. a lot of magic... Uh, arena and i'm kind of not playing anything else i mean it's yeah it's and you're out. the one you're the one of us who's gone really deep on it as well because um yeah. uh kian who's not here tonight he just bailed completely on Unlimited, the limited for sure yeah, which I, I think is a mistake i think it's a mistake as well because yeah. i think people are really keen to slag it off because in the first couple of weeks we were saying it's so bummy and it's so swingy and all this kind of thing and then but it I'm, became it's complex as well that was in uh, yeah. the mix and i think that's the one that sort of rings true mm-hmm. so before it was like you could run into lots of ridiculous things happening and then they could play a big bomb and there's not that many answers to it but now it's just like save your best answers for their bombs and you play around the complexity because you've mm. learned the set more so oh this still it still doesn't apply to like a catcher like if someone plays oh, a catcher it's yeah, just like pfft, it's yeah. it's over right? though, though um if they played on turn five I, like I, I play Kazmina's transmutation and um, you know the counter spells if I'm in blue. Yeah, um, and then past that you don't really. Have it is still three turns. Still- Even if if you can bounce it, you can just bounce it. Oh, oh no, kill, bounce kill it to your house. Yeah. You need to kill it, don't you? You need to kill it, and you'll see it in three turns. If you can kill it successfully again, yeah, it's in three turns. And not many people but, have that much removal, but no. I've been erring my decks more towards yeah, towards that removal. So. Although what what seems to ring true. Oh, what seems to ring true for me, my anecdotal experience of Royal Spark, is that just red blue regular magic. Mm-hmm. If you give me no planeswalkers and I'll just play red blue, mm-hmm. I'm pretty happy with good, that. Yeah. And it's Whereas, good against whatever you see. Try doing that with white green. Ah, uh, yeah, white. Yeah, so it's, weird. it's very interesting that the. Yeah. I, I think that's down to the common power level. Yeah. Because if you don't pick up the good commons and uncommons for white green. You're pretty mm. reliant on your bombs being really good. It always seems to be. It always seems to be weird. Like, um, what's the the one mana? Just the green. You know, like you put a one plus one plus one creature 
on a creature uh, or you proliferate. Uh, oh, the, the pollen bright druids. Yeah, the two, two, it always seems to be at the wrong time. It's like I don't have any mm. counters and everything, and I want to want to pump everything. Or you want to put a counter on something and proliferate, but you only get one of the two. Yeah, or yeah. I haven't got anything else to play, and it's early on, so I go. Well, I'll just two play that and put two, a two, counter two. on it, and it's like, okay, well, that seems to, I've got no value for that. Mm-hmm. It yeah. seems, but it seems like when you look at the set, you think something like that. I still feel it. I still feel like that's an amazingly still powerful good. card. Still great, yeah. yeah, you can just like you pump your entire board, but the chances of you having counters and everything mm-hmm. proliferate just seems to be too hard to to make happen on a yeah, regular and it's like, basis. So, yeah? so with the proliferate decks, like uh, say blue white flyers or green white proliferate or like green blue, mm. all of them are like you have to jump through these hoops and then you get a payoff, right? Green blue, yeah. I don't know if so I green blue like would be like yeah big beefy creatures on the ground maybe you put some counters on a flyer or something and then you win the game that way but the fact that the blue red deck or the blue yeah. black deck just have removal coming out of the wazoo yeah and then you can just kill them with a sky theater strix or whatever it's and like, so many payoffs just for so doing all that yeah. shit you know it's like, like you do a thing like what's the what's the uh, uh spell gorge are weird right? yeah spell gorge are weird it's fantastic mm-hmm. right because you just even if you just do a stupid pump spell when you attack it just gets one bigger yeah you pump a different thing and he gets bigger. So you can, there's yeah. these crazy blowouts. And if you compare Spellgorger Weird at common, so that's Red's best creature common. And mm. then you look at White's one, it's like Trusted Pegasus. And Trusted Pegasus is like, you need yeah, another still, creature. It's still, still, still good, good, right? But it just doesn't get out of control really quickly. And Bloom Hulk is like, it's big. It comes oh, I down do feel like Flyers, thing. Flyers and War of the Flyers seems to be, very important. that evasion is it's it's huge because the you end up gets gummed up really quickly yeah it? and and if people are wasting their removal on your flyers mm. it usually means like some other bomby thing might get, yeah. get a free your, pass your army or whatever is going to be able to get through yeah so yeah I've just been really enjoying that so I'm mm. 30 30 something drafts in at good the lord <laughs> um, that's a lot of drafts yeah and it's just like I, I'm just drafting a lot of... No, I think it's... Is it that, that's that's more drafts than this boarding house I slept in as a child. <laughs> hey! Was, yeah. More drafts than that share house. I more more drafts first. than the Vietnam, uh, Vietnam War. <laughs> Vietnam War. Oh, that went downhill. I don't think <laughs> no, I said that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just... I'm still enjoying it. Everyone who's ragging on it, I'm kind of not... No. I, well, I see what they're getting at, but I'm still winning like quite a lot. And I hit platinum just by doing War of the Spark best of one draft because I had so much uh, gold yeah. saved up and now I'm just jumping into best of threes and if I don't break even on my gems and I'm getting up to a point where it's, oh, I want to record a video where I have a hundred War of the Spark packs to open on Arena that I didn't, <laughs> that I didn't pay for I only wow. earned, earned them yeah. I'm at like 80, 87 or something now so that video is coming soon watch out wow. for that watch out for that mm. coming soon to you on a YouTube channel called Seven Light Hand mm. That's insane. Yeah, I feel like you're really giving it, giving up on the set if you've if you've walked away from it too early. Because there's a complexity to it, which mm. is kind of fun. Also, I think if you can, I don't know if you can force red blue, but if you can play red for blue for a while, you definitely could for sure. It's possible you still can. Now. All all my decks have relied on uh, like the biggest and best bomb, usually the one that I open in pack one, because mm-hmm. I just start building around that immediately. Yeah, and if it's not red blue, when I play. I only seem to lose against red blue. Mm-hmm. Every other time, you know, I get my big bomby thing down and they scoop or it just does its thing and yeah. eventually they just go, ugh, mm-hmm. and lose or scoop later. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. I haven't played any constructed yet and that's what Kian 
Yeah, um, oh yeah, this is leaning on. Yeah, it, he he just I think he he loves getting into the grind yeah. of getting up to mythic as soon as possible, and limited doesn't really tend towards that because it's a bit swingy. It feels a bit out of your control. Yeah, um, but I, I don't love. You don't have a deck going and constructing. No, I, I made one to play against my friend in like direct challenge, but it's not really. Uh, a, I'm I'm playing a uh, Gobbo Army at the moment. Oh yeah, as I call it. Yeah, what's so, the new New War of the Spark Goblins? Cranko uh, Cranko is yeah. in there, mm-hmm. and um, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else. It's a lot about uh, like like Skirk Prospector. Oh, sacrifice! It seems like the stupid one to have, but it's a one-one, yeah. and you create lots. Of, you know what's the the two mana. Just a goblin, create a one-one Inst- goblin. Instigator, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and um, uh, chain wheelers in there for mm-hmm. some stupid reason. Sweep up their stuff. Why not? Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and Banefire's in there, which I never argue against because it's a sweet-looking card, mm-hmm. and I'm always after playing art Ready before form. function. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the whole idea is a cavalcade of calamity. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. cavalcade. All, all the one ones. Yeah, so you, you swing it like today, for example. He, I was playing Drakes. He got his four four Phoenix out or something like that was out there. I had something like three one ones and caval. Is it cavalcade or cavalcade, cavalcade of, of calamity? I always want a cascade in there. Mm-hmm. Like cavalcade of calamity. And he was on uh, maybe four or five life, mm-hmm. and I had three mana and a bane fire. <laughs> sure, <laughs> just swinging with everything. Yeah. He block can block away. one. Yeah. I do two damage. Cavalcade does another two damage. Four, and that's he was mm. on two damage. He was on two life two then. Life. And I just bane fired him for two. Bane fire, yeah. And it was just like you know, in in games gone by, it was at that point where I think the Drake's deck was sort of going, oh, I'm starting to stabilize. Yeah, yeah, this guy's screwed now. Yeah, yeah he's right. about to turn the corner, and I'm dead. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, Cavalcade and Banefire are both. Uh, what you describe as like reach, which is not like yeah. the ability on the thing, but it's how do you block like, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, you, it's just a way to once they stabilize, you just like get a last, last, a last <laughs> yeah. li- little uppercut in, and That's it just it. happens yeah. to knock them out, and they're like, oh, it's just about to stabilize, and you punch them in the. Because the yeah, eye. if you can if you can cast, cast uh, cavalcade out early, like all of the little one ones that are yeah. going in there, it's really like hitting for up. two, hitting for three, hitting mm. for four. Are you playing Tibolt in there? Uh, I don't know if Tibolt's in that one. Because I think you might fold to like some random life game, but I don't yeah. know what life game's around. But Tib- Tibbot's alright. Yeah, usually in those, he also uh, makes one ones. Oh, he does. Yeah, maybe he is. Yeah, he makes those devils, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. That if they die, they just ping something they for ping one something, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah because like that's the usual thing with the aggro red decks, isn't it? As soon as someone, soon as someone plays life, you're like, Ugh. yeah, just time to time to start my next game. If someone <laughs> gets their. Uh, Explore trigger off their wild growth. Oh, I usually concede because yeah. it takes That's two horrible. spells to kill it, and those are two spells that aren't going to their face, and they gain three life. Game's mm. over if you don't kill. I was keen. I, was, I had. I've managed to get three Lilianas, <coughs> and I wanted to do something with them, mm-hmm. so I started to build that red black sort of sacrifice deck. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't really know. I didn't really have a good list or anything, so mm-hmm. I haven't got any stories to tell from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing on the nothing on any other game front or anything like that. Um. Why have I been playing? Uh, oh, we went to conference. The, oh, the yes. Conference in Sydney. We played a few board games. We played Dice Town, which is our oh. yearly play of Dice Town. We get with, when with we, Daniel. Shout out to Daniel. Daniel, who made all the, the all music. The, all the, the music. Podcast. Apart, like that. Like that one. <laughs> that was a Daniel special. That's a Daniel special. Man, that's a good tune, too. Played some Dice Town. We played a lot of Liar's Dice, a lot which of Liars is, Dice. still stands up as a. The, I think. 
one the of the best social drinking drinking games, up, yeah, uproary games. I think there's nothing that that, that kind of beats it for me. I'm just it really gonna, does. It's a hot tip because, like, we, yeah. we were playing that amongst like with strangers around in the yeah. room, mm-hmm. and people just go. I'll join in on I'll this. I'll join in, yeah. And they're in, and next minute you're just having a laugh. Yeah. And, and they kind of don't even need to know the rules because once it gets to their turn, they go, can I say yeah. seven sixes? And you go, yes or no. Yeah. <laughs> and if, <laughs> and if it's call, no... You can call bullshit on that last thing that they said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and we played one uh, We played one other game, which was Welcome To, which was your first... Uh, oh, we Roland did, didn't Wright we? One. Yeah. Goodness me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man, but, uh, that like, got I, lost in the fog of, yeah. uh, of <laughs> evenings. Of the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. We saw some we saw some pretty cool stuff. Mm. Uh, we saw some interesting Hearthstone stuff, which is going to hit very hit game stores well, soon. Yeah. Uh, good game stores around Australia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For good game stores, mm. sponsor. The sponsor. Uh, yeah, they've got some special gear coming. To, so, if you're playing Hearthstone, keep an eye out for what's mm-hmm. co- happening in, in your good game stores because yeah. they've got some. Uh, was it? What do you call it? Uh, exclusives. Yeah. Yeah. So these are good games store tournament exclusives yeah it's gonna excite a lot of people I it think. is it's, it's a world first as well <gasps> it is actually yeah he, did, he said Ooh, that didn't he yeah and that and that dude this dude that was talking to us he had the hearthstone uh, he had it tattooed he on had him. it tattooed on him on his forearm that's serious so Imagine it's not if even like, working, on like your if you're working for kmart or something yeah and you put kmart on your forearm that's the kind of that's how far in this guy is he's he's like as much as we're plugging it, this is an interesting thing about Blizzard and companies <laughs> like it. Yeah. Because I truly believe in this kind of... Like, it's a little bit like cult of personality mm. kind of thing. It's like, I met a dude the other day who wasn't Kean, but Kean also has a similar attitude. I've that, met Kean. That, <laughs> that thinks that Apple are like... What, there's an apple inside every apple? There's an, <laughs> there's an apple inside every man. Oh, yes. Um, but, yeah, st- that, like, you know, Steve Jobs was Jesus and Apple is the Bible oh, that, yeah. they cr- that This is created. a Kean story. Yeah, and, yeah. and it just... It's interesting when people get so into big business that they think that it truly, deeply... Rep- yeah, <laughs> represents now, them. Like, it is. Yeah. A, no, but it's true, because isn't you it? you never get Kmart tattooed on you. No. But what if you're like... No, no, never. Even if you're the CEO of Kmart, you know that that's insane. Yeah. Whereas Blizzard are creating this... But it's cool awesome, and funky. It's cool, it's funky. Also, yeah. it's a big part of your life. It's, it's a creative. Big thing. But that's a, all part of their big business model, which yeah. is that it feels like it's personal to you. I don't know. There's got to be some some of these... Commu- I mean, this is on, on, stuff, on, on topic with some of the stuff we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Not all big businesses can... All of big businesses can be purely all big business. Some, yeah. They'll still have people that are just like, no, nah, man, we really want to just create a kick-ass a game. Cool-ass game, and yeah. cool And be really good about it. Mm-hmm. But somewhere behind it is always the bottom line thing. Oh, I don't know if I'm... I'm just being really overly sceptical about it because I just... I wouldn't get a... I, I was going to say a corporate logo, but it's not a corporate logo because I guess I would get a magic thing tattooed on yeah. me and I'm putting that in the same sphere, so... Yeah, I yeah, have a magic-inspired tattoo, but it's yeah. not like magic art. You would do you would do the the magic logo, like if you if you yeah if you work for like Wizards of the Coast. I I think, w- no, you wouldn't get the logo. The wizard, the the, 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 the three. Oh, the thing. The, I don't have any attachment to that logo in particular, though. The the, 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 the that, five. The oh yeah yeah the the mold, the thing splitting into five parts yeah. thing yeah. You might, yeah, I would yeah. maybe I chuck it in as a filler on, yeah. my, on my right arm a once I figure out what the theme of my right arm. And is. And then you know, different sets. You might go, I, I designed that's you know that's more oh, like oh yeah. If you designed Dominaria, you'd be like, 
Get Bang, the why sex not? symbol tattooed on me. Yeah, the sex symbol. The sex symbol. Yeah. I was also get that Just a picture of Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, David Beckham, though. David yeah. Beckham. Man, he's, still, he's still kicking he's in them goals. Kicking. Did you see that picture of him at the Royal Wedding? Uh, this is headed to a very different podcast. I'm just yeah. going to look this up to show you. All right, cool. We've um, Because we're not streaming tonight, we've left the computer up right in oh front of us. Oh, my God. Have you ever yeah. been more in love with a man? Such, oh! such a handsome man. Goodness me, so handsome. <laughs> This is right after, uh, I told you, Wizards of the Coast. I said that in the intro, didn't I? Wizards of the Coast, LGBTQ, <laughs> yeah. LGBTQ, MTG. Oh, yes. I bring it, but, oh, look at, look at, look at Posh, though. Look at Posh. She's oh. the only Spice Girl who didn't Ooh. join in the, um... Posh reunion. The reunion. Spice reunion. Yeah. It's because she's classy. It's because <laughs> she's Posh. David Beckham, I also wouldn't do that. I'd just stay home with him. He'd look after me. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, in Week and Geek, if we can talk about oh, uh, sporty, sorty kind thinking, of things. Oh, no, I was about to say... Spice up your life. <laughs> Having a good time. Manchester United. Yes. Class of 99. Yeah, that made it's us been, forget about class of 2019 yeah. for a minute, didn't it's it? It's been 20 years since the treble <laughs> and the years of Alex Ferguson at Manchester United. If you don't like sports, maybe mm. skip ahead a, a couple of minutes. In the, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, they, they got most of the 98, 99 team. No gigs, together. no. Surprisingly. No Phil Neville. He's busy no, no. coaching the England. Surprisingly, team. missing an Irish midfielder. I don't really want to say his name in case he visits the podcast and and kills us. Oh right, I was like, yeah. <laughs> why wasn't he Roy, there? Why? Because he's a very Roy. angry man. He's a very angry man. <laughs> no Ryan Giggs because of all the the sleeping around with people related. To really? Yeah. I thought it. Oh no, he's, he's not. Uh, sleeping with his Phil Neville's wife. coaching. What podcast are we running right now? <laughs> Phil Neville. Phil Neville's doing the Women's World Cup. Yeah, so that's why he's Busy. off. Yeah, Ryan is off Ryan watching Jesus. the Women's World Cup. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Roy Keane is in anger management. Um, yeah, yeah, training. Um, Teddy yeah. Sheringham played. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, York, York, and Cole, who were their York first was, forwards. York before. was subbed off straight away for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer after about fifty-six Cole seconds. Cole was. He, he looked, had a very big a bit, belly. Yeah, he looked a bit yeah, big. Then, He's really lent into the uh, English <laughs> stereotype there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really cool seeing them. And David Beckham at 45, 44, 45 years old is still very handsome man. Very handsome and athletic man. He was just the best player on the pitch by far. It was amazing. Mm. So good to watch him. Uh, if I bring it back to games. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Matt and I are still leaning heavily into lobotomy. We're determined to make this work for mm-hmm. those people that have bought lobotomy, and we'll be bringing that to a podcast near you soon. Mm-hmm. Won't be Seven Land Hand. It'll be something else. Something else. God, it gets more confusing every minute. Yeah. That's why we're a bit all over the place, I think, with this podcast. I think so, because yeah. um, we're just like going to a bit in limbo. We're mm. in um, purgatory. We know where we're going, yeah. roughly. Mm-hmm. We just got to get there. Uh, we just got to iron out the kinks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when Limited Resources had those like six episodes in a row where they weren't sponsored by anyone and there was no co-host. And I was like, what's going what on? Why was it Marshall by himself? Yeah, and he just got... How does he ma- cold read himself? No, he just got... <laughs> <laughs> he just got his mate on and just didn't let him talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really do hope that they it's, never hear... It's a, lot better than, it's a lot better than getting a pro player on and not letting him talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's better. It's better to... Yeah. Talk over someone who has no. I'd say it to his face. Knowledge. I would. Oh, I'd call him out on it. Oh, would I? And if he I couldn't, I'd be too nice. I definitely would because I'd hope that he could have a laugh with us. And if he didn't, he can't. We talked about this. He doesn't have a sense of humour. Yeah, maybe he doesn't. <laughs> He'd be if like, he, "What are you saying about me?" If he couldn't laugh it off, I think I'd be. I'd be like, um, "It's not worth it anyway." 
But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think you I could say it in a room. You could say. Me, I guess it doesn't matter. You could though. say in a room with LSV though, and LSV oh, and would be like. Jo- Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> and then it would be fine. Yeah, yeah. it would be diffused. If LSV and Marshall were there, it would end up it would resort to everyone picks everyone on Marshall. Marshall yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's, that's how I justify it. It's fine. And if yeah. Marshall was on board, it would stop soon. But mm. if he wasn't, he'd probably just go away we're crying, just, mm. and we'd go for a beer with LSV. I'd that'd say that's fun. that'd be good nice, yeah. good night out. Mm. Uh, um. Anything, anything uh, briefly on, uh, like, been watching I've been watching Netflix. Catastrophe and You're the Worst, which are two excellently written comedy shows. On uh, uh, You're the Worst is on ABC iView, so it's no free in Australia. <laughs> and uh, You're the Worst... Oh, sorry. Oh. What was that one with the, with the French girl who was a scouser and the... Oh, Asian- Killing Eve. That's back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season, yeah. Two, season two's just finished and I haven't seen the last episode I haven't yet, seen but- any... So I can go now to SBS something or other. SBS, Ivy or whatever. And see them all, yep. right? On demand. SBS Woo! on demand. That show, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. I've been watching that as well and that's been excellent. Right, good. I love her so much. I can't explain to Don't you. Don't watch her in an interview then. I've watched her in interviews and I'm over, I'm over it. You love her in interviews? Yep. Wow. That's yeah. a deep, She's just sweet. That's deep love. Yeah. But I'd ask her, if, if we were dating, I'd ask her to do... To be French. Uh, French... <laughs> Do the uh, the Russian Eastern European accent? Also, I'm super into now as well. Oh, is she French in that, or is she Eastern European? She's Eastern European. She's supposed to be Russian. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. And then she does French. She does all yeah. sorts of different because she lives in Paris, and so she does that a lot. But her posh English accent, her flipping in and out of it, is the funniest thing. Oh, it's so funny. All right. Well, after a tip from you, I started watching Master of None, oh, and yeah. we were loving that. Mm-hmm. And then you told us that Aziz Ansari turned out to be a bit of a prick and now we can't watch it anymore because we're looking at him going, fuck you and you're lying to us. Even though that's oh, what actors do. I f- it's hard to know. think, because uh, to, to me, the difference between him and, we're oh, getting really political. We've covered the whole spectrum, but this yeah, week we're doing it all. Um, to on. me, the difference is that he, um, his intentions were always good. And that he, he Even when he was being a bad boy. Yeah, because he's. I don't really know. I've only heard the news through you. So, so it it was that he was a bit, he was creepy and a bit socially awkward, but pushy about it. Right about about sex. Yes. And then when it came out, this woman was like, "Oh, I dated Aziz Ansari. It was a horrendous experience." (laughs) And after someone who is supposed to be preaching about. Yeah. being positive and a, and a good uh, male in these kind of um, situations. Did he just get it all wrong on that occasion? All maybe? Wrong, just all wrong, but aggressively wrong. Oh. But then I was like, I know heaps of people that have done heaps of stuff like that. Yeah. And you're like, you've got to learn, man. Yeah. You've got to learn that that is not good behavior. And he has learned, but on a very public stage, mm. I think. So it's just hard because half ex- even though we always say it, but. don't make don't make artists your heroes because of this and so when you're watching something like that and he's going oh but you know you'd just be like this and we're going ha ha that's exactly how you do it let's mm. laugh at the person who's not doing it you're thinking well, we can't laugh at them because if I'm laughing with you at mm. that person yeah. you're the same as them so yeah. it's like Ugh. so it makes you feel a bit so we bailed last night and um, watched the documentary instead yeah because season two goes even <laughs> further down that road and the whole time you're like You've written this right. very... Oh, no, yeah. but it's so good, though. Uh, actually, we didn't watch a documentary. We watched Prospect. Matt McHale recommended that mm-hmm. one strongly. Oh, watched, the 
the sci-fi the dust dust one yeah, yeah, yeah the dust one it's a bit weird the way it starts off it, it does one of those things where you're with the characters for quite a long period of time without clearly knowing what they want and Ooh, i think that's true. no but I, I, I need to know that yeah but like, then where the we payoff go? is is oh. finding that out and then you have to kind of reevaluate everything that's coming there's a little bit of that mm. and it's not bad being a slow slower movie mm. i think that's good oh, to it's a try. movie it's a movie oh, it's a feature length dust thing and then you're half an hour and you don't know what their motives are oh. i don't know if it was half an hour but yeah well i i don't yeah and there was a there was one bad edit but you know <laughs> super critical oh yeah look I enjoyed it it was sci-fi and it was a bit different and mm-hmm. I'm glad Dustin making movies because they pop out some great stuff on mm. Facebook and if we can see more of those coming out we're up for a lot more quality unique ideas sci-fi, which is yeah. I'm all over Yeah. anyway shall we uh, blob now mm-hmm. and then make up a podcast after this it's, it's generally going to be about Modern Horizons yeah yeah we got but a lot of Modern Horizons. We can do about. some other stuff along the way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no quizzes, because, you know, uh, Kean bailed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's lying face down, yeah, drunk in a gutter. Uh, I could. Well, just got, zip, just zip through it. For the listener. Voice? Yeah, we, we could. We could. If you wrote it. I've got this, I've yeah, got well. some boosters to yeah, bust. We we'll boost we'll just boost the yeah, bus. We'll just boost them for ourselves. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so we're just going to make it up. Boost them, yeah. All right, All right. we'll be back right after this. What do you want to do? It's that's I just made that up. That's oh yeah! Set. It's uh, we've got. Um, I'd like to bust a booster. Do you, want, do you let me give you the options? Yeah, we've got some boosters we can buy because this oh, is a yeah. limbo thing. Like in a minute, we'll get all vamped up and like this will be the last time that we sort of bust a booster. Maybe and and there's no one to give it to. We'll mm. just keep this because it'll get pushed out to everyone. There'll be loads of people grabbing them, so we're going to keep these ones. Yeah, yeah. we've got two. We can do. Mm-hmm. We, we we got Buster Boosters. We got MTG Card Quiz, and we've got Flavor Text, which we can do in any order. Mm. But what I was thinking of, we can almost do it like Chaser style. Oh yeah. But um, I think the Card Quiz is worth uh, four points, mm. and Flavor Text is worth three. Mm-hmm. So that's seven points in total. Yep. What do you think you can beat? For eight thousand dollars. Oh sh I can get six. I can get four. Four? That's worth two dollars. <laughs> Five. Five. Five is worth a booster pack. <laughs> a water the spark booster pack. <laughs> but, and a token. And a token. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I'm down, yeah. All All right. Two dollars, eight thousand dollars, or a booster pack and a token. And a token from mm. the other pack. Lovely. Yeah, there you go. So which one do you want to, what do you want to do first? Let's boost this boosters booster so I know how to set my expectations. Okay. So let's bust the first War of the Spark. Let's let's blob and get to bust the booster. Now we're already done. We're, oh, we're in it. We're in it. We haven't got we haven't got that with us. Alright. War of the Spark. Uh we got a zombie army token which you'd be playing for. Oh yes. Uh Cure's Dam Breaker. Uh six mana five six when it enters a battlefield, proliferate. Yeah, you played that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have. What, do you play it at the big end of the of the red blue? Yeah, Are you do. Just just one. If I pick up this, I like this better than the Manticore. Oh yeah, um, really? Mm. Oh, I like the Manticore. Yeah, I uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, well, obviously it depends on the deck. If you've got a lot of amass stuff, the Manticore's mm. uh, better because then you get a hit in immediately. Oh, but the, this proliferates but on them as well. It proliferates on them and also proliferates on any planeswalkers and random stuff you got going on. And it's huge. This is one of the biggest creatures in the form. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Obnixilus's cruelty couldn't take can't, it down. Can't kill it. Yeah. 
Mm. That's that's a bit of a thing, isn't it? Once it gets once you get past a certain point, that's why V two Gazi I was playing with the other day. It's just, just nothing uh, can kill it. And it's funny you can almost see your opponent churning over it, going, "Okay, I'll deal with this." And then they sort of like, Ugh. yeah. When they start adding it up, they're like mouse over the crystal light. Three, four, six. That's not enough to. So I could triple block it, and then I could do a I, thing, and then you pump it or something, and they go, "Oh no!" I oh, had a no. dude. I had a dude. What was the red card that destroys a land or an enchantment? Demolish? He demolished one of my lands the turn before <laughs> I played it. I was very happy with that play. I'm, I, I almost played it the next turn just because just he played it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, uh, Raging Cronch, which is uh, one of the greatest euphemisms in the set. Uh, a two and a red, three mana, 4-3. Uh, can't attack alone. This card's great. Yeah, I, I really quite like it. Yeah, um, I like it in my like aggressive, more aggressively leaning decks. I've got like Sky Theater Strix and Lazatep Reavers and stuff in them. So it's like cur- curving a two drop into this, and then you back it up with a yeah Callistus Missile or something. This is really, the one that always really feels like when you play it or when someone plays it against so you, go wow, a four three yeah, already. Yeah, yeah that's Seems it. Yeah. Way too. So you have to make sure behavior. your deck can like really support it to be aggressive. Be be aggressive. Yeah, be be aggressive. Be, be, ag- be that's not the aggressive. sound pad that's us <laughs> that's us <Yeah>. remix <laughs> uh, you know, less exciting Gideon Sacrifice mm. uh, a white instant choose a creature or planeswalker you control all damage that will be dealt this turn to you and permanence you control is dealt to the chosen permanent instead this is one of the cards I've, I'm yet to play in the format and I think I'll go the whole format without playing it yeah. um, it's just telling a story really you and permanence you control I would maybe sideboard it in against a deck that had lots of damage based sweepers hmm. I would sideboard it in if my sideboard was on fire <laughs> and, I just, and it, was, it was cold yeah. and I was and the fire seemed to be going out and I'd think Gideon's Sacrifice got, got a, toss that on the fire that on. Ah. <laughs> Ooh, be, be a bit warmer oh. for 20 seconds Aid the Fallen, one and a, one and a swamp, uh, black, uh, that is, uh, sorcery. Choose one or both, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand, or return target planeswalker card from your graveyard to your hand. Mm. This is the common that people have scooped in response to, for me, the most. Really? I'm giving each of these cards an award. Yep. Uh, Gideon Sacrifice, one card I'm never going to play <laughs> in the format. Raging <laughs> Crunch, best three-drop three drop. creature. Kira's Dambreaker, my favourite six-drop creature. In Best the big fish award. Best big, big old fish. Mm. And Aid the Fallen, yeah, common that people have scooped to the most. Because, they scooped to that. Because the, the whole thing with this is like... you Burning en- through removal. Yeah, you, you mm. engineer the board state so they have to... Um, they, so they, they're killing your planeswalkers and they kill your creature and they go, cool, I've stabilised. And you go, I'll get them back for two mana, I'll play another one. And they go, oh my God. Like, <laughs> and stung. then the game's just over. Yeah. Like, um, it's this- the monopoly of magic. Mm. It's return to... Go, do not click. Yeah, it's doors, it's yeah. the inevitability of this card. I, I I don't think I'd play two, but like I really like these in those controlling decks. Mm. Where you can get stuff back. Uh, here's an interesting one for uh, uh, an award. Steady aim. Uh, do we, oh, I better read them a bit. And I uh, one in a green instant untapped target creature. It gets plus one plus four and gains reach. Yeah, I've sideboarded this in once against a deck that had no ground creatures, only flying creatures, and I needed some way to yeah. to deal with them. That's when you want this sort of card. Yeah, so the one uh, this card will also deal with that kind of nonsense. Uh, Heartfire, one on a red mm. for an instant, has an additional cost to cast this spell. Sacrifice a creature or planeswalker. Heartfire deals four damage to any target. Yeah, God's that's really good. You yeah. want fodder to sacrifice? You don't want to like, sacrifice actual things? Oh, man. The- but you get you get stuff like 
if you're not proliferating, you know, and Tibalt's down a one, mm. eh. yeah. Or if you got some, if you got plenty of a mass yeah. and you've just got a one out and you're not, mm. you haven't built it into something big, you can chuck that into yeah. the heart so fire it's, bonfire. It's kind of your like you have to make sure you're playing more than nine, ten creature sources, whether that's a mass and, and creatures and stuff. But also, mm. you don't want to ever sacrifice like something good to this. No. You you want to sacrifice chaff, and then you know if you heart fire your planeswalker that's on one and then you go aid the fall and get it back they're just like yeah. oh my god <laughs> like there's just so many cool and it is, only, it is only four damage as well which mm. seems to be a touch light though doesn't it it's a little light because it doesn't kill a lot of the big beefy boys in the, in the format but like it also just goes to their face and just mm. can kill any, anything here's that card I still feel like I'll draft this quickly and confidently Pollen Bite, Bright Druid, we mm. talked about in Wiccan Geek. Yep. One in a green for a 1-1. One, one. You can put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature or proliferate when it enters the battlefield. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like this card a lot. It's, it's um, yeah. in any of my proliferate decks, the it's kind of like the payoff is the proliferate stuff, but you need a source of to those get counters. counters and, going. Yeah, so so this, is, this is a great source. And I really like Iron Bully and Teo's. Oh, you do? You like that. Iron Bully? Yeah, they've yeah. grown on me because you just need counters wherever you can get yeah. them. It's like you're scrounging for, for counters and just to proliferate off whatever. It's, just the, it's just the feeling of having a 1-1 one, one menace. Yeah, that, like, that's pretty miserable. <sighs> but when if you proliferate on him once and you put the counter on him, he's a 3-3 three, three menace, and you're like, yeah. oh, now we're talking. Gil Globe. Two colourless. When there's a battlefield, draw a card. We had a lot of fun with this in mm. uh, in the uh, sealed uh, mm-hmm. portion of uh, War of Spark. Yeah. Uh, for two, you can sack Guild Globe and add two mana of different colours. Yeah. I love this card. Yeah, I, I think I do it. too. It's so It just, like, fixes my mana for my awkward three-plus colour decks. It triggers all your stuff that triggers off non-creature spells. And then... Um, my favourite thing to do with it is return it to my hand with Rescuer Sphinx. <laughs> yeah. And it becomes a 4-3 flyer and then you play this back and then you get to draw another card. So good. I've that, done that so many times, actually. That upsets people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I think I only got excited about this because we played it in our sealed stream, mm-hmm. um, which, which, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is pretty good. It was good for me because I think I see cards like this and see how they're used yeah. and um, probably good for viewers as well to tune in. If, mm-hmm. we, if we, we'll preach, we probably will. We'll probably regularly do... Uh, a good stream of sealed events before the pre-release mm-hmm. of each set as it comes out. Yep. And like this, this card is a perfect example of having your eyes open to how a card can, can mm-hmm. work for you. Yeah. Where normally I'd just dismiss this card straight away. Yeah. Although the first line of text with it, when it enters the battlefield, just draw a card, it, can, it replaces itself. Mm. That's but that's, right. the, that's the thing that makes it just like, yeah. then, then you're never disappointed with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chandra's Pyrohelix, one and a red for instant. An instant that uh, Char- Chandra's Pyrohelix deals two damage, divided as you choose amongst one or two targets. Yeah, I'm a bit torn about this card. I don't really care about aggro mm. all that much. There's not that many things to just sweep up with one damage and one damage. It's a Vraska's finisher kind of deal as well. You yeah. can jump in and. Yeah, you could do that. You can ping a. Uh, also, like pinging a planeswalker that's at one. And then, and then just a, a big thing. Uh, and a mass token. Yeah, finishing some something or off. finishing something off, yeah. And then Vraska's finisher something else mm-hmm. off, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's definitely got utility, but I don't pick it very highly. No. Um, so it's it's one of those in that. the blue-red deck, though. That's, oh, you just kind of want spells. Yeah, so it's fine. spell heavy is good. Mm-hmm. Davriel Shadow Fugue. Oh, I love that name. Uh, three and a black for a sorcery speed. Target player discards two cards and loses two life. 
Yeah, I think it's like sideboard material against like yeah. real bomb heavy stuff. I love this card in re- in the set review, mm-hmm. and I don't think I played it that much. Um, it I, it kind of gets cut if if yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm favoring it more than probably mm. most. Um, it I I don't think you'd start with it in your main deck because if they just dump their hand, you look a, like a plum. But mm. um, yeah, it, I I brought it out of the sideboard the other day. I had this super cool blue black control deck. And I was getting beaten by this like ramp thing, and I was just like, I just got to leverage it so I stabilize the board. Whatever his big bomb is, like a big Ugin's, he'll have it in his hand, and he's ramping yeah, towards it. He'll just it. be like, just yeah. waiting for it to go, and I just go, ah, just get that from me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and take two life while you're at yeah, it, and <laughs> slap in the face. Um, and and it, and it works, it works out like that. That's it's got use, but it's not super great. It's real slow. Mm. Uh, those are the commons. Uh, what would you take out of that? I think I'd take. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Raging, Raging Crunch. Crunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's oh. one of the red cards, I think, because they all go in blue, red, and black, red, which I quite like. God, um, I, d- I just don't know. I think. I, I, I wouldn't fault you for taking. No. I may. <laughs> okay. If I, was at, if I was at the Pro Tour. Yeah. And my all my uncommons were worse than these, and all my, my rare was worse than these, what would I take? I would take. I think I'd be at Heartfire. I think I'd take Heartfire as well. Because I'd be thinking yeah. I can lean into the blue, blue, <clears throat> yeah. red. Mm-hmm. Or you can lean into like black, red sacrifice, or you'd probably play it in red, green. Because then black, you can, red like, sacrifice would be good. Yeah. If you like get, if you're red, green. Yeah, I, I think Heartfire is the most powerful, and then you can kind of draft around it afterwards. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't lean too heavily on drafting around it. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, happy marry, accident marry your first pick. Uh, I, my vote for we're giving out awards. Uh, best art of the set. Of the set. Can you can you tell me what this will be? Death Sprout by Seb McKinnon. Bingo. Yeah. Death Sprout. Yeah, one, one and two blacks and a green. It's a, it's an eight point game <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, instant destroy target creature. Search your library for a basic card and put it into the battlefield. Tap then shuffle your library. Yeah, that card's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Very very beautiful, cool. Beautiful card too. If you're black green, cool. I mean, and then you can enable a splash or something. But I've splashed. Mm. I've splashed. This How do you feel? Pack one, pick one for committing to colors in in. War of the Spark. Uh, is this one where you kind of don't? You know, before it used to be like, yeah, pick pick the strongest card. So I, to me, there's a threshold of bombs. Yeah, that's like your Liliana's, your Sarkans, your uh, Enter the God Eternals kind of thing. Or mono colored. Oh, except for Enter, except the, God for Enter the God Eternals. But it's like you pick that and you're like, if I can play this, I'm so much more favored to win, even if the rest of my deck yeah. isn't, isn't as good. Um, yeah, Into the God Eternals is one of those. It's just yeah, it's nuts. multicolored and. Pfft, and I, yeah, what? I've copied <laughs> it with Ral. I've got oh, it back shit. from my graveyard with Spellkeeper Weird and stuff. There's just like so many gross things you can do with it. Yeah. Um, but like committing to two colors first pack, I don't mind so much because like Death Sprout is. I, I would take it over mm. Heartfire because you just like. If you do end up black, you can splash pretty easily off Guild Globe, mm. Gateway Plaza. Um, if you end up being in green, you can splash it off New Horizons and stuff as well. And I'm still looking at the art. It's just it's pretty in your hand. And the art is gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous. absolutely gorgeous. All right, uh, Gideon's Triumph, uh, one and a white for an instant, an uncommon target opponent sacrifices a creature that attacked or blocked this turn. If you control a Gideon Planeswalker, that player sacrifices two of those creatures instead. Hmm. Um. People keep playing this against me, and each time I laugh, I go, ha ha ha! Yeah. Because it's ne- it never does exactly what you want, 
unless they just go, okay, I'll just attack with my fly, and then he goes, yeah, I'll just Aha! attack. I'll just attack with my best creature yeah, and hold and everything that back. That just doesn't happen all that often. When you do, you feel amazing. But like so much of the time, you go attack with three creatures, and they mm. go, Gideon sacrifice, and you go, I'll just sacrifice this one one. You just played like a like 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 it, it very rarely does exactly what and you, you want it to and do. you. In limited, you're never going to have them both, or very rarely going to have them both. So you don't worry about the two thing. Oh, I've never oh, seen that happen. No. Yeah, I'm just I'm not excited about those ones. Nah. Uh, our uncommon uh, planeswalker is Obnixilus the Heat Twisted. Mm. Uh, three black black. Uh, it gets five loyalty for that. And whenever an opponent draws a card, Obnixilus the Heat Twisted deals one damage to that player, and for negative two, just destroy two. Destroy target creature. Its controller draws two cards, and what happens when it draws two cards? He gets he gets shot twice. Yeah, I was going off first today. Yeah, it's good fun. Uh, yeah, I like it in like the top end of an aggro deck, but it's not like a control card because you just give them the cards back that yeah. you just destroyed. So um, I like it in aggro decks, and then every now and then you point it at your own whatever and, and blow it up and draw two cards but yeah I don't know so uh, yeah it's much more niche than a lot of the other more powerful planeswalkers I don't yeah pick it, I don't pick them very highly it's, I must play, you know the name of it that, that stupid format on arena that's where I was going off with this today before uh, you know the weird format on arena where you've got oh moment oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was playing in that mm-hmm. it was pretty horrible in that actually because I know just there's something Pretty about slow the weird and it bogs up. Yeah, and and um, you're kind of racing to see who can do the eight drop one first. Oh, in Momia, because all the eight drops in standard are crazy. Oh, the when when you like discard a discard a creature and get eight. X. Yeah, oh, all the right. eight drops are nuts. I've never got that far. Yeah, I, like because I think you you just skip one and two. Oh, no, because I'm, every time you play a one and two drop, it's stopping you from like it's a weird thing because you have to discard a card as well. Mm. Yeah, it's it's, it's funny. But um, I've been I've been chucking cards right from the big. I've been playing aggro. Oh yeah, <laughs> one, one drop, two drop, three drop. Yeah, well, I went three zero. Yeah, today, if, it, so. if it works, it works. Yeah, yeah, I was doing it wrong. I just got lucky opponents. Our rare's garbage. Uh, Silent submersible, two blues. <laughs> uh, it's rare. It's an artifact. It's a vehicle. It's a submarine that does nothing. Uh, you got to crew it for two. It's a two-three. Whenever Silent Submersible deals combat damage to a player or Planeswalker, draw a card. That's the best bit. Yeah. Oh, it's not terrible, but oh, it is. If no, okay. you would never play it. It's just I don't, no, no. Hear me out. If you, uh, I don't. I don't think I can, Aaron. <laughs> you're already in. Blue. Don't make me listen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. You're deep. You're deep in blue. <laughs> you're deep in blue already. Yeah, you've got a bunch of stuff that can crew this in pack three. You open it, and yeah. no other cards you really want to take. Okay, I think you take it and you play in pack three. Yeah, yeah. In, in pack three, pack three, if pick already, one. Yeah, pack, pack three, pick one. You're already in blue. Are you going to pick pack one? Pick one in this pack? No, I take Death Sprout. There's no way you are, no, there's right? No way. I take Heartfire over. I think um, because it just is more powerful. Yeah. It's. I would not play that. It's card. just. Oh, it just gets. Blo- it just gets blocked. Why, Why doesn't it have some sort of evasion? Evasion of some description. Submersibles on Ravnica. Maybe that. Maybe there's not enough water, and they're just like. Yeah. They, they're they're like just stuck on land. Thing and they're stuck on land. They go. I this can is see a dry it. duck. I can <laughs> see you. You're in the dry dock. Block. <laughs> Block. Oh. 
Go, I've got torpedo chutes on the front of this submersible. Yeah. Could you just go and stand in front of the submarine, please? Could you please stand in front of the torpedoes no. from my silent submersible? Should we just bust another booster? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah zip, zip on through. I'll All take right. Death Sprout. What'd you take? Zip on through to the other side. <coughs> oh, hang on. What was the... the oh, yeah, that was that, wasn't it? What was the other uncommon? Uh, it was Ob. Death Sprout, Obnixilis, Gideon's Triumph. Oh. God, it's a tough pack. Yeah. <coughs> I don't know if I would want to do... Desperate. So, but the thing is, if we're if we're talking about not marrying our first pick, Heartfire already kind of puts you in a position where you're like you have to be playing a red deck with fodder to sacrifice. Mm. So this is kind of similar because you're just taking a black green card. It doesn't have any requirements of you other than you are black green and you can splash green. Or yeah, you're black green and you can just play it for free. So if you end up taking a couple black cards the next few picks and then some blue cards or whatever, you're blue black, you splash a death sprout. No, no sweat off your back. I, what's, my problem is with Desperate is I'm in this headset now where I would f- I just feel like I've got to force blue red and I would oh, be yeah. afraid mm-hmm. to to be so off target yeah, I, straight I'm away much more comf- I'm much more comfortable in blue red and, and I think that it's so close between Death Sprout and these other kind of red yeah. cards that there's some part of me that's like maybe you should just take Guild Glow and keep the options <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that could be a thing yeah. alright let's, let's make the pile of those and go for pack two here we go. Oh, what a smell. The huff. This time we have an assassin. Ooh. Made by Vraska. And an, and an island. Okay. Kicking it off with Rising Populous. Two and a white for a 2-2. Two, two. Whenever another creature dies or a planeswalker dies, put a plus one, plus one counter on Rising Populous. Yeah, it's fine. It's one of those white cards where you feel like white's going to go off. Yeah. I hate And it white. never does. I hate white in this format. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's really just... Just, but it seems to have good cards, but it's, yeah. they don't... There's nothing, nothing that comes together, brings them all together. You'd and think that darkness, this card would go off in yeah. other sets, because three mana 2-2, two, two, whenever, whenever another creature or planeswalker you control dies, put a plus. Yeah, it just seems like it would just be a three mana 4-4, four, 5-5 four, five, five, like really easily, but it just kind of never no. works like that. There's I've never also, seen it get big. Um, I saw it get big once, but I, but I, I was shutting it down with my Dovin. Until I drew my callous dismissal, they just bounced, bounced back the, to the hand. Like, you can play three mana two two again if yeah, you want. <laughs> enjoy. Uh, stealth mission: put two plus one plus one counters on target creature you control. That creature can't be blocked this turn. Uh, three mana for stealth ma- I've mission. I've been sideboarding this in against lots of opposing planeswalkers. When they gum up the board with idiots and they can't get through, and I just think they kill their Jace or something. You just pff, stealth mission him. I love the shit out of this card. I'm very it's powerful. Yeah. Mm, I like that. This is a card which I laughed at Kian for playing, and then I played it quite a bit afterwards. Goblin assault team. assault team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we saw it in his deck and we're like, uh, yeah. Uh, but, Why are yeah. you playing that, you idiot? And then oh yeah, it's gonna okay. So three three in red for a four one with haste. When it dies, put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control. That's yeah, pretty cool. This is that. Huh. Wanting plus one plus one counters and everything, but you're not really proliferating you're not in, in this color that's super supported. Red doesn't proliferate. No, yeah. but it's got things that get bigger, like spell gorge or weird. Mm. You know, you just chuck one on that yeah. or anything. Or um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that's like you know, it's a there's a two three a three four is quite big in the format. You chuck it on your Vivian's mm. Grizzly. Or you know, whatever. you know how these white cards they seem to be good, but they never seem to have their moment. Yeah, this seems to be bad. But it always seems to have its moment. Like yeah. you put it in, you go. If I swing in now, he's got to block me with his 
best yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to do it. Four to the face that he wasn't yeah. expecting. Yeah, yeah. For a card which has only got one toughness, yeah. so you feel bad letting it through. Yeah. So you kind of it kind of always kind of has a purpose. Yeah, it's it's kind of never really a blank mm. because you wouldn't just jam it into a one-one blocker that they have. So no, no, and, and like. It's not the worst on on defense because they go, oh, I don't yeah. want to attack my 5-4 into that. I mean, yeah. he'll block it and he'll get plus 1, plus 1, and I'll lose my 5-4. So, yeah, not a terrible card. I haven't played it in a little while, though, because I haven't been playing this version of red decks. I've been playing lots of spell-heavy ones. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's more like what I've been at. Here's another white card that we were excited about. Uh, Pouncing Links, 1 and a white for mm-hmm. a 2-1, as long as it's your turn, Pouncing Links has first strike. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I played. Oh, really? This, yeah. Oh, if I'm playing played, white, I haven't been playing white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't played white for a while. Yeah. But when I have, I've been happy with yeah, that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but great thing. Great thing to stack counters on with those three drop uh, plus one plus one guys I was talking about—the light shield and the. Oh iron yeah, bullet. yeah, yeah. Because this thing, yeah, it's just they're never blocking it. No. Once you get a counter or two on there, but it never seems to go off really no. like you'd hope. Uh, Charity extractor. Uh, three and a black for a one five with lifelink. Also yet to play this one. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't seem to have a point purpose. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Crunch Wrangler. Oh, uh, yeah. One and a green for a two one with trample. Human warrior. Whenever a creature with power four or greater enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one plus one counter on Crunch Wrangler. I know the shtick is that like you play this in red green and you play Crunch. Raging Crunch right after it, but that is still a huge one-two punch. You go, yeah. my two drops are. Three, I've never two seen trample. that happen. Have you not done it? Yeah, no, oh, no, I it's done really it. good. Yeah. You just like this is as so you've only got a three-two even after you've done all of that. Yeah, but three-two trample, and then next turn if you play Bloom Hulk, yeah, it's just like, uh, it's like I never, for I never have damage or something. enough uh, four-powered creatures. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. to really make this feel like a. a Good yeah, it's kind of like you want the Goblin Assault Team, Raging Crunch, yeah, Bloom Hulk one, and stuff it? in there. Yeah. But I've even then, the payoff is not huge. <laughs> and also, they're all filling spots, which... No, I just don't ever seem to have for the, the four, five, and six mana spots. Mm. I never seem to be full of loads of like big guys that are going to yeah. kick this guy on. You don't want to only be triggering this with your five, six, and seven drops. So you want your three and four drops to yeah. have more power, and that's a tough ask. That's the crunch, mm-hmm. the raging crunch. <laughs> uh, here's a good card. Uh, Herald of the Dreadhorde, three and a black for a zombie warrior, three, two. When Herald of the Dreadhorde dies, amass two. Hmm. Yeah, that, that gets, right. That's a lot of value, isn't it? Yeah. That's like uh, five, four value for four for mana. four mana, yeah. Uh, this is Wardscale Crocodile's worst enemy. They go... Oh. It's got Hexproof and you go, Herald of the Dreadhorn, they go, oh, I can never attack now. Yeah, just yeah. trade and make a 2-2. Yeah. Um, or more. Yeah, and Blackroot Sacrifice, this is really sick. My favourite play with this was... Um, uh, <laughs> I made some like really, really weird-looking blocks and he was like, yeah, I'll do this pump spell. And I like sacrificed my Herald of the Dreadhorn, which had already... Blocked, blocked a creature. Thing, yeah. It amassed onto my thing that was blocking another thing oh. and made it bigger. Uh, I wasn't even considered that. It was really sick. I like heart fighter thing. It was just like an absolute blowout. I'd be afraid to do that on Arena (laughs) because I'd mess it up somehow, you know, and miss a a thing. You needed to be like, okay, he's going to block like this and then hopefully it goads him into doing a thing. And then you're like, cool, heart fire, sack this so I don't take damage from the thing it blocked, make my mass thing bigger so it kills this guy, heart fire the other thing that I didn't block. It was just like... like, 
So good. Very, very feeling clever moment. Very feeling clever moment. Uh, Prismite, uh, two colours for a 2-1. For an extra two mana with this golem, you can add one mana of any colour. We've opened some pretty dud packs. We've got no, like, power commons. Yeah. Real sad. Oh, we've got one now. Giant growth. (laughs) (laughs) Talking it up. This is this is weird how this, this 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 you I think you said this. How old is this card? 26, 26 or twenty seven years old. Yeah. So since the beginning, twenty six years old. Coming, yeah, yeah twenty six years, and it's still knocking about. Giant growth, one green, instant like for one green mana, <laughs> instant. Uh, target creature gets plus three, plus three until end yeah, of time. Yeah, it does the same thing it did when Garfield in- invented the game, surprising the shit out of your opponent. Yeah. It's still good. Oh, just finishing them. In the, yeah. yeah so finish it's it's it like the, the better... Well, red literally got lightning bolt, but green got giant growth. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is still... Sometimes I make some blocks and I'm like, yeah. And they're like giant growth. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, it's yeah. so good. It's way too good. It's way better than it deserves to be uh, for one mana, but... Yeah, that's this is a surprise in this. This always seems to be like a surprise. A burning prophet always catches me out as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm going, okay, I'll block here, and surely they couldn't have a bunch of spells, and yep. they could just do it. So I'll leave that one alone, and then they get burning prophet through, and they go, bah, 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 yeah. and you go, oh, I'm dead. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Jesus, mm-hmm. spark Giant harvest. Growth. Oh, there we Ooh, go. Here we go. Uh, one black. Uh, for a sorcery as an additional cost to play this spell sacrifice a creature or pay four destroy a tiger creature or planeswalker yeah I've just been playing mono spark harvest decks my last four decks have all been like I have two spark harvests because I first pick it and then I like get one later as well yeah uh, it's either- is this one is this one got ramifications in other formats uh no because it already well it can or- destroy planeswalkers the problem is that all, all the ones that already do this in constructed mm. are cheaper and don't require you to sacrifice anything okay so, so it's cheaper in the fact that they don't have to sacrifice you don't anything. have to sacrifice and you don't uh, you don't have to pay the three in a black if you want to cast yeah. it for the full thing um, yeah usually cheap means good but when in constructed all your creatures are worth a bit more than they are in yes. draft so you don't want to throw them away to kill a whatever yeah. Uh, that was our commons. What do you, uh, what do you Spark Harvesters. Spark just Harvest. Nuts. Yeah. Uh, okay, kicking off the uncommons. Sunblade Angel, five and a white for a 3 3 angel, flying first strike, vigilance, and lifelink. Mm. Yeah, I quite like this one early in the format because it was like, if it's stuck, you just won the game. But there's so many ways to kill it. I mean, yeah. it's just so. It's so I don't squishy. I played that. Yeah, yeah. it's the it, squishiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Domri's ambush, uh, red and a green for a sorcery at uncommon. Put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control. Then that creature deals damage equal to its power to target creature or planeswalker you don't control. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it still takes spark harvest over this because it's just one color. Mm. Um, Domri's ambush. I haven't played a lot of red green actually. I'd play it in every red green deck. It's, it's really good. But... I'm glad we're not giving these packs away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people, people were real sad. People be miserable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they made me win. Uh, these. What was the pairs? last time we opened something insane? Um, I mean, like, didn't we open? Uh, what was that one that Donald got? Uh, it was a uh, the was land. It, was it masterpiece? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't a, a mana confluence or something? Oh no, no. I know. I know what it looks like now, but I can't. What was it? What was the box toppers set the, that I'm collecting? <laughs> I can't remember. Ultimate Masters. Ultimate Masters. We Did must we open have, Ultimate Masters? We must, no, we wouldn't have opened Ultimate Masters. Think. All right. 
I thought he. I thought Write he, in and tell us what uh, the most something tomb. Thing. Something tomb. Um, ancient tomb. Did we open an ancient tomb? Is that what oh, he won? Possibly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Then we must have opened an Ultimate Masters one. Yeah. 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 We'd do something. Go on. us. Gideon's Triumph. Don't worry about that. Yep. <laughs> uh, Jace is our rare, and it's our planeswalker. Jace, wielder of mysteries. One and three blue for a four loyalty rare. Jace, if you would draw a card while your library has no... Do I need to read it? I'm bored already. Yeah. I get bored. I get bored just looking at Jace. I'm just like, <laughs> I can't be bothered. This is one of the most boring Jaces they've printed It is, isn't it? Well, yeah. I think even he's falling asleep. His eyes have rolled back in his head. Jace, wielder of sleepy mysteries. Mm. So we've opened two boosters. What's the net value of these two boosters? Four. Uh, 40 cents. T cents. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even remember what the rare was in the first one. Uh, it was that shit submersible card. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What's Jace going for? Four, uh, four or five dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still... I, I think I would take... Spell, spark, spark harvest, harvest. yeah. Because, like, Jace... I'd take giant growth. <laughs> <laughs> out of both bags. Yeah, out of both bags. No, no, I wouldn't. I, yeah, Jace is like, every now and then, he's insane. Because... It's a just, whole game plan, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, you just kind of gum up the board and then you draw a bunch of cards off him. And then you just start milling them out or milling yourself. And then they kill you right before you draw your last card yeah, and then yeah. you draw out your last card yeah, and, and then, die. and then you feel like an idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think Spark Harvest is a safer pick here because like triple blue is pretty constricting as well. It is. It's it's a lot of effort to cast a card that could stitch you up. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You go. I'm all in this play, and they go. Oh, Spark Harvest, kill your Jason. You go. Oh <laughs> my god, what have I done? Yeah, they just they've just got to look at you and just go. Right, how many turns have I got? With, what cards have I got that can just kill Jace? Yeah. No, I've got about what four or five turns before I need yeah. to kill it. This is Let's what you start, start drawing. The, you've got Spark Harvest in your hand when they play it, and you go. Let's just see what happens. And then, <laughs> yeah. and no they, plays. Yeah. And every card you draw, you huff and you put yeah. it in oh, your hand. Yeah. You, or you play your lands really aggressively and they go, move myself, move myself, move myself. And then you, and go, you go, and you, when, you, when you're taking your card off the, off the top of the library, you go, you know, you just yeah. slowly, oh, gee. And, you and then you spark harvest with the other card from your hand and kill their Jason and they lose. <laughs> yeah. It, and if you're playing face to face, you go, I've just got to get someone to kill your Jason. Yeah. What do I do? Oh, land. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, and then you Good tell them stuff. that right then. Yeah, bad manners plays with Aaron and David. Yeah, that's it. Bad, bad manners plays. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was a letdown, wasn't it? That that's was real sad. Not very hot way to kick yeah. off the pod. How about we play a blob? Yeah, we go straight into a magic card quiz. Yeah. with nobody. Yeah, but you're going to try and score how much overall? Five. Five. Find the contents of this Jace pack and the yeah. zombie army token. And and we're uh, so you're playing for five. And we'll, but we are going to be talking Modern Horizons coming up very Yee-hoo. shortly. But we're just going to feck around a bit in the meantime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, more fecking around right after this. Welcome back. Hello. This is a, a stupid. Oh, hang on. Empty card quiz. Six, six seven, seven land hand. hand. We're in limbo. limbo. <laughs> so we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. We're all over the place. Right. I kind of uh, li- like it. Yeah, I don't know. It's, just, like it's it. free and easy. It's Ian Freezy. Ian Freezy. I went to high school with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. He used to. He used to. That's one that works with the vowels. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Ian Freezy. Yeah. <laughs> he, he used really to wear shorts, cream. even <laughs> even in the winter. Even in the winter. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry about my coughing tonight, oh, folks. Um, very sick. Like we said, we went to a conference, mm. and uh, 
Yeah. We got sick there. Somehow. Don't ask how. No. Uh, I kick my, as I said on the plane ride back, I kick my immune system in the nuts <laughs> severely. Okay, this is a, just a quick quiz because I made it and then Kian bailed. So play at home, please. Otherwise, this is pointless. Mm. Okay, Aaron. Yeah. Plank, you're trying to score five. Five. This one is worth two. Oh. This first question. Wow. Yeah, no, if I'm right. Yeah. Uh, name the card referenced for feature artwork on the Modern Horizons booster box packaging. For bonus, name the artwork featured on the boosters themselves. Woo, that's one that might get you. Oh, dear. I did try to make this reasonably easy. And we have got a big monitor in front of us. With mm, <laughs> um, I don't know what it's called, though. Ah! Oh, no. Ooh! Oh, got to get to five points. Do we need to We work through them and then go back to the answers if it's yeah, just you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Normal, normal format. Mm-hmm. No need to get too free and easy. Um, question two. If we include the five snow-covered basic lands, how many new cards which have never seen standard play and now introduced to, into the set. Ooh. So we're going to include the lands because I thought I'd just break up the, you know, you probably got the, you got the, oh, it's this many new cards, this many new cards. Now I'm saying add five to that number just to make oh, it more challenging. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. If we include five does snow. It, have to be, it has to be exact. Well, it does because you're on your own. Yeah, I, all right, sure. If, it was, if someone else was here, I would have said whoever got closest. There's not. Uh, oh, can I read no. that bit? Mm, no, I'll read that afterwards. I've got a fact here. You know, I thought just for general, general uh, modern horizons facts. Um, question three. Yep. This is something else. I, I, I really, geez, I really made this uh, more angled towards something you would know. I think mm-hmm. the spectacular art cards in this set you'll find one in each 17-card booster, mm-hmm. were previewed on Twitter by the art director for this set. Who is this person? The art director? Yeah. And I showed you this the other day, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's his name? I hope it's this guy. Oh, man. Oh, I know his face. <laughs> Oh, no. Stop talking, Aaron. You'll make it worse. Oh, man, I'm making it worse. You're making it worse. Question one. uh, What's the card art uh, featured on the booster box packaging? Sarah. Yes. Angel woman. uh, (laughs) I've written guardian ascendant. Nah. It's Sarah, and there's surprisingly no comma, which is always the Sarah ascendant. No, it's Sarah the benevolent. Oh, the benevolent. Oh, that's mm. odd that they didn't do a thing. Yeah. Maybe it's because it's Sarah, benevolent woman of angel stuff. Yeah, there's like a Johnny Steadfast and they don't do Yeah. Well, Maybe it seems it's... like they could have just put a comma in and it wouldn't have... Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Hmm. So, no. What's Ooh. It? What is it, Sarah? The benevolent. The benevolent. Yeah, that'll help you with the bonus question. Yep. <laughs> Name the artwork featured on the boosters themselves. Number one, Sarah, the benevolent. That's correct. That's strange because you didn't know that in the first mm. part of it. So that's one. Number two. Yeah, number two. Cabal therapist. Ooh, Ayula, queen among bears. Oh. Yeah. And those are the only two? 
There's only two, yeah. Oh. And because they've, they've just got go. the two two rows of of stuff. If mm. you if you have a look at that there. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah, that's really weird. Because there's yeah. only hang on, I was going to say seventeen, but there's not. Is there? there must be an even number. Fifteen or sixteen? How many? Pack? Oh no, there's, no, there's thirty six in a booster box. Is there thirty six in I'm these? Pretty sure, yeah. Oh, because. They're in the weird. They're in the weird split packaging that they did for conspiracy. But yeah, I've, I there's did still thirty six. I did oh, the pre-orders in there because right. I was thinking, you know, getting the fifty two art cards yep. is just a friggin' nightmare. Because oh, with twenty four. If it was only, box. if it was a less in the box, mm-hmm. if it's thirty six, yeah, it's more like a standard booster box. I still don't know. I want to do it, but I don't. the art cards are really nice. But maybe they'll get donated. I, I don't think. I think they'll be like full art lands. People will be like, ah, and then they'll get over it. All right, cool. Because mm-hmm. after you've got them, the second thing is you flip them over, it's blank on the back, but it's set up so that you can get artists to uh, oh, sign them. Yeah, baby. That's, that's what that's so about. That's so exciting. All right, I'll have to see how that goes. But you can't, see, you can't wait for too long. Because Modern Horizons is going to be... They'll be gone. Here's a bunch of stuff and they're gone. Is this a limited... Uh, n- no. Ah. But that's what they said about the Japanese War of the Spark packs as well and they're just not available anywhere. So hmm. it's going to be... Oh, uh, the not, Japanese War of the Spark yeah, aren't a limited set. Anywhere. It wasn't a limited set. But you can't get it. You can't get it anywhere. <laughs> right. Because they're sold out. Hmm. Everything's limited. Everything's limited. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the resources on the earth... Everything yes. is limited. Yeah, you can imagine that the, <laughs> at the UN, they go, we've decided to put the entire world's resources into creating another reprint of Japanese War of the Spark. Yeah. The, it's what the people want. <laughs> it's, really. it's, yeah. It'll make the most amount of people happy. Yeah. So fuck the, fuck the environment. <laughs> this is what we're going to go for. Yeah. Cut down Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> that rainforest is Slay gone. Slay the Amazon. <laughs> Uh, if we include the five snow covered uh, basic lands, how many new cards which have never seen standard play are we being introduced to in this set? So the snow covered lands were already legal and modern, but there's these oh. cool new art ones. But if yeah, two fifty four. Ooh, you have got one of the numbers two hundred and no look. There's 254 cards in total. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is five snow-covered basic lands, 101 commons, 80 commons, 53 rares, and 15 mythics. Mm-hmm. But there's a smaller portion, which are these, like, non, no re, non-reprint cards. Oh, right. So so if you minus the five yeah. for the snow-covered basic lands, mm-hmm. there's 209 brand-new cards. Which is quite a lot. That's so many. Yeah. So. Oh right. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, so the dancer is two hundred and fourteen. So there's so fifty that were in legacy, and they've brought them into modern. That's forty. Forty. Because we've got sorry, yeah. we've got two hundred and fifty cards in total, yeah. and, oh, and 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 cool. there's two hundred fourteen. Oh, right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So forty cards. Hmm. Forty cards that we've already seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But two hundred nine. That really seems like a. That's quite amazing, isn't it? That yeah. I'm going to 209 talk little, cards have created I'm going to talk a set. little bit about that in why Modern Horizons exists coming up soon coming up soon in Modern Horizons Chats 7 learn <laughs> Modern Horizons Chats we can't do that that's a great intro we won't be able to do that ever again we've got it as an or- it's recorded for posterity no I mean but it won't be any good when we're doing core set will it oh yeah <laughs> 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 Seven, <learn. laughs> Modern Horizons Chats <laughs> Corset. <laughs> Corset edition. Yeah. 
All right, I think you've scored one so far, which is not looking good. <laughs> it's not looking f- good. Especially because... Oh, you have to get this one correct, because... Mm. I know you haven't. Penalty shootout style. Because the uh, flavor text, three. Oh. Yeah. Good Lord. The spectacular art cards in this set, one in each 17-card booster, were previewed on Twitter by the art director for this set. Who is this person? Jeremy Jarvis? Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> It is him? No, it's not even close. Oh, no. I knew you hadn't got it right because you were saying, he, who is he? Alexis Jensen. Nope. Elaine Chase. No, (laughs) I'm just naming women who work at Wizards. (laughs) Um, No, I don't know. Uh, The first time I learned about this, it was the, um, oh, what was the angel that had the, uh, exalt angel, a big exalt angel. Magali. No, no, you you know, it gave you you attacked him with this uh angel and um it gave plus one plus one to every other No, it got plus one plus one for every other creature you had. Mm. It just it was just in the last one of the last weirdo sets. Like you know, Oh iconic was, masters are oh, resplendent. Nah. No, not resplendent. I should really stop these things right. Sublime Archangel. Sublime Archangel. Archangel. She did the art for that. Ah yeah. no, I don't know who it is. Uh, it's Cynthia Shepherd. Oh, oh, she's an art director now. Yeah, that's awesome. she has been for a while. Ah, and I said, and I said, because because I jumped to some conclusions because mm-hmm. her name's Cynthia, yeah. and she'd been she's been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. I thought she's got to be like seventy, <laughs> and then I saw a picture on Twitter, and I was like, this is about twenty eight. <laughs> she's no. not that. She's not old at all. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, well, this is good having the computer up in front. Yeah, look, that's oh. that's the picture I saw right there. She's very young. She's posing for her own pictures, where she's an angel and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Oh well, I mean, that's... see, I imagined she. This was this is more like oh, Cynthia yeah. Shepherd. Shepherd. This is hard on an audio podcast. We're yeah. quite looking at pictures on um, on the internet. Yeah, oh, I really like her short short hair. I look, I look, I enjoyed, enjoyed all her art because it's... Senior art director for Magic the Gathering, that's fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, I know, good Mm -hmm. for, good for her. Just reading, note, I am employed full-time and unavailable for private commissions. She she seems very... Yeah. Which is what you want in art direction. I think that's what you want, yeah. You know, when, when, um, Seb McKinnon rings up and goes, you know what, I'm just going to paint a picture of my sister (laughs) and change my whole art direction. (laughs) She's like, you fucking... You go, I need some more death! More death, and the net, and the net result that was I'll let you do one. I'll let you do one. Like, All the others have been very now, good. Though. Now get back to the kick-ass yeah. stuff. All right, you scored one, Aaron. Out of uh, five, four, four, four. <laughs> and and uh, and um, flavor text is only worth three, so uh, you've already failed. I've already failed, but I can get two dollars still. Oh, you can get two dollars. Two dollars if I get on the. If you get right. score four. Yeah, if I score four. Oh, that's it was a four, guess. five, six. Right. Six was $8,000. So four. <laughs> <laughs> but you, yeah, you had to pick which one you were going for. All right. So. I should have gone with a six. What if I nailed it? I know, right? I didn't know I was at... Oh, uh, I guess, yeah. I guess it was there. I guess it was Imagine there. Imagine if somehow we lived in some world where we had MTG quiz money. I'd just be like, <laughs> really should have studied for this. Yeah, <laughs> people like, would work hard. Sarah, Angel woman, no. Oh, I've lost. We would <laughs> like the shittest attempt at winning eight grand that anyone has ever seen. We'd, we'd be able to run a stream, yeah, and people would answer, and we'd because we had we was 
loaded. Yeah. Their names would shoot across yeah. the screen, off the chat line, yeah. onto the screen, and they'd be the leading people. Mm. And we'd be able to see, and if they scored six, mm-hmm. they would win eight grand yeah. from the Seven Land Hand coffers. Yeah. The, it's wow. like we're running Deal or No Deal, but a magic quiz. That'd be amazing. Maybe well, we should we should work on that next year. Yeah. At the at the Seven Land Hand um, annual general meeting, the AGM. The Seven L- uh, AGM. Yeah. We'll um we'll discuss eight thousand dollar giveaways per episode for <laughs> yeah. Twitch streaming. We'll speak to Good Games about stepping up the sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. What are we doing now? Let's play a blob. Oh, yep. we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Modern Horizons yeah. next. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this is serious now. So I'm going to play I'm going to play the long tune. Yeah. Showing you behind the scenes now. This is what we plan to do. When we're about to enter the proper bit of the pod. Is this showing people too much about what's behind the curtain? Yeah, it is. This is yeah. we're dropping. This is, this is inside baseball. Cuz we're free and easy in this podcast. Yeah. You ready? This is the long Did you say, did you say my my friend from high school Ian Freezy? How do you know him? Mm. Uh I went to high school with him. He That's, must have He's a vampire. No, no, he he's must ageless. Have, he wasn't very bright. I think he just got held back like loads and loads of years. <laughs> oh, classic Freezy. Yeah, Freezy. Yeah, man, he's more One interested idiot. in boxer shorts than... <laughs> All right. Uh, here's, here's the uh, advertised long, the long intro. One. Key change. Oh, do you feel it? That's, yes. Oh, yeah. I did. Topic discussion. Topic Thanks for staying with us this long, because goodness knows what the rest of the podcast has been talking about. But now I really want to get down to... I think at one point we were just talking about how much we like David Beckham, so... Did we? Yeah. On this podcast? No. No. No, I don't think so. It was almost almost an hour ago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it could have been. All right. Uh, Modern Horizons. Look, this is where where the pod's at. Uh, It's... Can I start off with saying, why does this set exist? Because it's a bit of an odd one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so... A, it's uh, a little bit odd. So Magic the Gathering yeah. has a pretty strict... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Magic Just, the Gathering. Ma- oh, oh. Richard Garfield in 1990. Sorry, I was thinking about another Magic game that I play. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh, Excuse me, I'm on the wrong podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, it's just me in the room now. Uh, Magic the Gathering. Um, no, it's a, a... Once a year... Sorry. Magic the Gathering has a pretty strict release schedule. Yeah. They have four uh, four sets that come out a year, which now is one big block that's not a block. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then the non-Ravnica a, a block, core for set example. in July. Hmm. And once a year, they have room for a thing they call an innovation product where they try something new. Last year, it was Unstable. I think the year before that, uh, or maybe six months before that, it was so, Battle was, Bond. Oh. And then before that, it was Conspiracy. conspiracy Um, So these are all booster sets, and they're trying to see what does the the magic-playing populace like that's not just cards that come out in Mm. standard. And... And Okay, so this this, this is not including any of the... The the Gideon spell books and the J yeah. spell books or the this is a booster set battle like, set yeah. things and all that sort of stuff. They're, yeah. they're saying what can we put in a booster and people will still buy it. Yeah, and also in the last few years we've had Masters twenty five, Ultimate Masters, Iconic Masters, uh, uh, Modern Modern Masters three, which is them sort of and stuff. sort of tipping their hat to the secondary market. Yeah, different alt but, yeah, format because you don't stuff. put. Um, Tarmogoyf in every Modern Masters set because it's not like a particularly exciting card unless you're acknowledging that people are playing 
modern. I was excited about it until they changed the art. <laughs> yeah. That was an oh, that was an Ultimate Masters, wasn't it? Oh, the orc. Oh, it's gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all teeth and it looks like the Jabberwocky. And it's the, it's attacking from the wrong side. Anyway, yeah. we digress. Um, so, so this is the innovation product. So this is the innovation product. And uh, recently, Wizards did this interesting thing where they shut down R and D for a week, and they stop they d- take. <laughs> how many pencils have we got Mark how many boosts are you hiding under your desk hmm. mate that's oh, only three <laughs> oh, that's, that's mean I'm not going to do impressions of him anymore um, uh, they uh, took uh, a few days off doing their normal standard rotation stuff and did uh, what in the games industry you call a game jam and in usual game jams you go from scratch hmm. here's a topic make a game about it so you can make a board game or you make a video game or, or whatever but in right. this case they said game jam split into teams and game jam a magic set for the innovation product and for this, this one this is where they usually come up with something like heroes of dominaria yeah, or explorers, or explorers of, Ixalan. of Ixalan or something yeah, yeah. And so they're always working on these kind of extraneous products but this time the group of people who got together all really loved how the magic block time spiral so this came out about yeah that's 12 right. or 13 years ago now time spiral did this really interesting thing where it was all about time and the way that they tied that in with magic was they got a bunch of uh cards from the past and then in planar chaos they did a bunch of color shifted stuff and then they did future sight and it was like cards that are possibly to come in magic's future yeah and in Time Spiral, they also did this thing called Time Shifted, where they brought a bunch of weird old cards from the early 90s into Standard again. So this is like 13 years ago they were doing this kind of stuff. That was a block. Those yeah, three, so yeah. that was a block. Because I think Mark Rosewater said that this is a like an homage to that yeah, exactly. thing, right? That, yeah. that block. So that's why this set looks so weird, yeah. because they've said um, they wanted to do something Time Spiral-esque where they don't care about what mechanics are in it they bring back stuff that's references to other cards so we're going to go go through all them in a bit yeah um and all these things that are just kind of like winks and in jokes to the already really deeply enfranchised crowd Mm. they are trying not to worry about people um who are coming to the game for the first time because they're labeling it modern horizons um but it didn't actually start out as a modern supplement product they That's had this cool time spirally set, and then they said, "What if we changed it so all these cards were legal in modern and skipped standard?" And they were like, "Oh, we'll just do some tweaks and make sure nothing." That's pretty is- innovative, right? There. That's awesome. Although not caring about new players to the game is kind of their approach to War of the Spark. As well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be pretty rough having two sets in a row which are <sighs> hostile to new players. Yeah. Um, but although this is the innovation set, so it shouldn't be treated yeah. like a set. This, this is a little bit of my first gripe with the set, which is people who are coming into Magic go, what's the latest set that came out? And I go, Modern Horizons. And they go, give me 10 of them. I'm like, they're $10 a pack. Yeah. And they go, That's what? Ex- Why are they, all these hobby? other ones $6.50? I was like, because it's not for you. Yeah. And they go, what? But they're new Magic cards. And I go, yeah, but... Planeswalker packs. You. Yeah, <laughs> buy a Planeswalker pack. And, and I kind of want to be like, don't buy War of the Spark either because it's like yeah, it's it's pretty complex and and and, and difficult already. It's throwing our enfranchised play, friend players out of 
like we're seven with the kid. He doesn't want yeah. to play limited at the moment yeah. because he finds it too too hard. That's the official line. It's yeah. too hard for Kian. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would say it's too swiggy and there's yeah, too yeah. much too much BS. I'm saying it's too hard saying, for Kian. Oh, it's too hard for me. Yeah. Um, but so so what they can do in this set is just kind of flex a little bit and just be like, what cool, weird, wacky stuff can we bring into modern and make it cool for an interesting draft format? Because from what yeah. I heard, Time Spiral was like a love letter to enfranchise magic players yeah. you went here's a card that's a mashup of this card from 10 years ago and this card that only just came out what if we set it on Lawwin or what if we set it on this weird world where there's all this kind of thing or what if we just change the colour of this card and trying to shoehorn it into this other colour um, and so this set is just full of cr- stuff that's just like I like reading through the spoiler is like amazing to me because <laughs> I'm just like what is this in reference to? That is really weird, man. Like, uh, but there's just so much cool stuff in it. That- so the the set the the set is set up to draft, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it should be like we can anybody can draft it. Can could I draft this, or do I need to have a knowledge of the sort of style of cards that have gone come out in the past? Yeah, like uh, you would play in modern. You could draft it for sure. Yeah, but. Every draft will be like your first draft. Right. Because some of the cards in the set have three keywords on them, and the three keywords all mean different things, and they're from three different sets you've never played before. Are we going to see rookie drafts in playing no. Modern Horizons? Because the boosters are more expensive per pack yeah. than, than regular ones. And, and, it's, and But the, the, and the numbers for, pe- for rookies, would they would just be going, this is, just, this is yeah. like going to school every time. Yeah, <laughs> I, they... I read an article by the developers talking about this set, and they said, in core set, we want about 15 words per card. Okay, this is interesting, yeah. In War of the Spark, there's about 25 words per card, so that's way above average because there are a lot of planeswalkers in the set. And in Modern Horizons, there's about 30 words per card. Oh, jeez. Or or something, on on, on average. (laughs) Or it was 20 and 25, so... Yeah. Um, And and that's just, like... Even if you look at that as a super basic way of saying... How complicated is this set? Mm. The, you met, have the complexity metric. Yeah, you, is you what have, we call it the CM. Yeah, the CM. Mm. Um, let's have a look at just a common from the set. I think we sold that too confidently. Than the CM, that's not the a thing CM, that exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the complexity <laughs> matrix that doesn't exist. That's um, not a thing. Let's look at a chiller pillar. Yeah, which is a playing caterpillar, but it's a chilly caterpillar because he lives in the snow. He lives in the snow. Yeah. Let's just take this as an example, right? Three in a blue, three three. Okay. That's pretty easy. Yeah. It's a snow creature insect. Yeah. Oh, I'm confused already. already confused. Don't yeah. get a lot of insects in <laughs> yeah. Antarctica. Yeah. yeah. And it's a snow creature. So you're like, why is it a snow creature? Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's read the rest of the thing. Yeah. Four ice symbol, ice symbol, uh, oh. colon, monstrosity How do two. I get ice symbols with my, um, <laughs> exactly. with my plains swamps? And that's why this set and- is good, because you could just read through it and it tells you the answer. So it says... Uh, so four snow snow monstrosity two cool which is a weird I, I mix. know monstrosity that's cool I'm so, on board but this is already a mix of a mechanic from cold snap which is one of the oldest sets in modern and monstrosity which was from Theros yeah so it's just gone like just mash <laughs> those two things together and been like here's a cool new card it's blue it's got monstrosity it costs no matter and then the reminder text is if this creature isn't monstrous put two plus one plus one counters on it and it becomes monstrous. Snow mana can be paid with one mana from a snow permanent. What's a snow permanent? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you got you look at that. And you're like, 
What? What's a snow permanent? And then you look at all these other There's cars in the snow set. permanent. Like, like yeah, no, like, like show permanence? <coughs> yeah. Um, but in this set, they have snow-covered basic lands. And these are basic lands that have the yeah. snow subtype. So that is what a snow oh, permanent is. Okay. But the fact that that's... So any colour, because they are all got snow on them, right? They all got snow on them. So, oh. so if it's called snow-covered island, it's a basic land... Can Dash. also tap for ice, snow, snow. N- no, it's kind of like the manner that it makes always has snow on it. So you get the really blue. It's blue snow manner. <laughs> okay. Or it's oh, oh. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so. It's blue and snow. So for for four snow snow, it's like four of anything, and then you just got to have two basics that are snow, any color, but they're snow covered, yeah. right? The other, the weird thing though is that this is a snow creature. So if you can somehow make this creature tap for mana, which I imagine there will be some ways in the set, it's a snow oh. creature making mana, so it becomes snow mana. Okay. So then it's snow whatever mana it was going to make. So mm. that's that's why it says snow can be paid with one mana from a snow permanent. So there's a few more hoops to jump through there, or things to be aware of, mm. um, more than what we'll see in the core set. <laughs> Like yeah, like like yeah. That, that is so many words because because when they do the word count thing, they count all the stuff in the reminder text as well. Yeah, and this is just like that's a common in this set that we're just going to be like, oh, w- once you've kind of played it a few times, you're like, I know what Chiller Pillar does, but when you mm. open something like oh, I don't know the Mythic that's next to it, it's got more words and more text, and it's just like oh, like how do I even yeah. evaluate this? It's like that's that's the reason why I didn't play. Um Unstable, yeah. Because I just looked oh. at the cards and went, "Oh, I can't read my way through this shit." Unstable was the m- most similar set to this that we've had in recent years. Oh, which really? Is, yeah. Oh, which is like, uh, uh, what I like about Chiller Pillar is you see in the background, you can see some of his mates going for a fly. Oh, we didn't even finish the um, <coughs> thing. Which <laughs> no. is, as long as Chiller Pillar is monstrous, it has flying, so yeah. you can level it up into a snow. So it becomes fly. a five-five flyer. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty good uh, and like a lot of the cards in the set are mishmashes of um, a bunch of different mechanics and stuff I'm looking for a particular one that's a white common uh, has three completely different mechanics from all sorts of different sets just smashed together on it um, let's find it it is uh, so it's obviously they're using monstrosity monstrosity was just from Theros so they're, they're just yeah. smushing together a lot of different sets there's a whole to- bunch of different stuff um, and Oh, I should say, and there's the slivers are back. Whilst we're oh, slivers looking. are back. Yeah, um, they've really just gone. What are all the effects that we could put on creatures that we haven't done before? Put them on these new slivers. <laughs> yeah, how many are the slivers across all the colours though? By the looks of things at the moment, yeah, they are. So, so in the in the set, it's looking like if you draft slivers, you're going to be playing five colours. Five colours, yeah. um, because every sliver you play just buffs all the slivers you play. Um, so let's have a look at um, it's a black uncommon actually okay. it's got um, three keywords on it it's four black black for this a three three feaster of fools feaster of fools spoonerize that feaster of fools <laughs> oh, flawless uh, uh, it's got convoke it's got flying it's got devour too oh okay so flying we all know what that does but like convoke, convoke we know because we've played recently yeah, we, we kind of know we can creatures to help yeah. cast the spell devour I don't know so devour was from the first shards of Alara block where the Jun stuff could like eat all these random goblins and stuff they had okay. lying around but the fact that they, like convoke and devour have never been in the same set ever before but you look at a card like this and you go 
so I convoke, so all the creatures I tap will help to cast this. Yeah. And when he enters a battlefield, you can sacrifice any number of creatures and it enters a battlefield with twice that many plus one plus one counters. So you go, oh, okay. oh that's cool. I've got two different random mechanics that both reward you for having lots of small crappy so creatures in So I tap play. a token, let's say, a 1-1 mm-hmm. token as part of convoking the cost of this. Yep. I can then, he comes in and I can also sack that token yeah. and put a plus one, plus one counter on, on Feast this, of Fools. Yeah. So, so right. it's so cool because it's like... It encourages they're... you to convoke. I mean, the, the, the encourages you to... Hang on a minute because it's a six mana 3-3. Three, three. It mm-hmm. definitely encourages you to devour yeah. a bunch of stuff. But then so it's like, two what deck does this fit best in? Oh, just a bunch of random like tokens lying around, right? Yeah. Because then you can cast it earlier and he's huge at the cost of you tap all your guys out and then you sacrifice them all to the demon. Devour two, I, I imagine, so it's is... two plus one plus one counters per creature, creature you yeah. So if you've got tokens laying around... Mm. So be, that's, that's, that's an example of all the crazy stuff that they do in sets like this, and it's why I'm really excited to draft it, because one of my favourite draft formats is Chaos Draft, um, because I get to show off how much I remember about old sets and things and I go oh this card's really good yeah. oh I could see how that would work with this and you get to kind of like yeah. to look at the big picture thing and people are like I've never seen these cards before I don't know how to evaluate them and this set is like that except they made all brand new cards so I get to just do that every time I open a yeah. pack so cool um, there's a card on the screen right now that we're looking at Pyrophobia which references um, cowards so there is a card from there's only one. There's one, one card, card ever. Boldweir Bold Intimidator. <laughs> yeah. And it says, uh, it's a warrior. And it says, cowards can't block warriors. And you can tap it to make a creature a coward until end of turn. Okay. Um, so, but then the fact that they just went, cowards can't block this turn. is just like, it costs them nothing to put that on a card. But you go, Haha, that's funny because it's like <laughs> that card that d- did a thing, right? So... But are we making cowards in this set? Because I, I think honest, so far we haven't seen it. There's only now, two cards that references it ever. But then that's why these sets are so insane because it's a thousand layers on layers, right? right. Let's look at Changeling Outcast. Yeah. Black mana for a 1-1. Changeling. This card is every creature type. Oh. It's a coward. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a coward and it's a warrior and it's a yeah. and it's a thing. And this is a thing that says Changeling Outcast can't block and can't be blocked. Um, so this is just a thing for all the random things in the set that give you payoffs for creature types. It's a sliver. Yeah, Slivers so it's, so it's a sliver. Exactly. Mm. So it fits in sliver decks. It fits in all these other things that are just all your cats get plus two, plus one. So all these kind of things, it's just like, if you thought War of the Spark on board stuff <laughs> was complicated. Yeah. If you go kill your changeling outcast and you go well it's a sliver so I'm just going to sacrifice it and they go oh no okay I'll, I'll do this instead and you go oh it's also a cat so it gets plus two plus one so it just kills a guy as well and you're like oh my god like there's so many onboard tricks but yeah. if you can hold all that information in your head you can do really well at this because you can see I'm all so these- looking forward to course set already yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give me I'm going to tap for two I'm going to play a two a two and they go mm. oh no yeah. oh no Oh, he's on curve. Oh, boy. <laughs> I hope he doesn't tap for three next turn yeah. and have a 3-3. Three, oh, three. Yeah, a 3-3, three, three, that'd be crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, my I mean, goodness. Th- there's just so many cool, weird things in this set, and I'm really looking forward to mm. just playing limited with it. So, so we've mentioned uh, a couple of the um, 
tribal kind of things that are going on, mm-hmm. um, it, loosely. Uh, are there any colour combos? We're, we're short into the spoiler season for this set. Are there any sort of colour combos that are sort of jumping out at the moment? You said Slivers seems to be everything. Yeah, sl- Slivers looks like five colour. Um, We've got a couple of gold cards that sometimes point the way. Yeah, so let's is have a look at a couple of them. So uh, yeah. let's look at Thundering Jin, which yeah. is an uncommon from the set. Is so it Angry Man in a, in a Blue Cloud? Angry Man in the Blue Cloud. Yeah. Uh, three blue red for a three four flying. Pretty good That's already. All right. Whenever it attacks, it deals damage to any target equal to the number of cards you've drawn this turn. Okay, so we're thinking blue-red wants a lot of card draw. Yeah, card right? draw. But then if you look at a bunch of the other cards in the set, there's a bunch of things that are like draw a card, discard a card, or, um, you know... Well, that still work. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly, because it counts how many you've drawn, not how many you have net. Yeah. But the interesting thing about this set is, I think... That it's always, arch- it's, also, it's always going to ping something for one. It's always going to ping for something for one yeah. at least, yeah. Uh, w- which is pretty great on a 3-4 flying for five anyway. Mm. Um, and then let, let's look, just quickly look at Good Fortune Unicorn, which is one... I'm not playing that. <laughs> it's got ridiculous hair. I mean, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> it's pr- the Prince Charming of horses. <laughs> it's like the David Beckham of <laughs> unicorns. <Yeah. laughs> one uh, green, white... Good- that unicorn will play football. Oh, good lord. Look at his form. He's, still, oh, he's so he's still old. Got it. So good. He's still, still got, got it. it. Yeah. Uh, one green, white. Whenever another creature enters a battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on that creature. So it's just good. It's just all of your future creatures are plus one, plus one whenever you play them. It includes tokens. So you go, oh, I want to play a bunch of tokens in this thing. Yeah. Or I want to play things that just swarm the board. Or Sort of um, makes up for the three mana two, two thing. Yeah. You know, in a way, yeah. Um, but maybe uh, that's pretty full that's, that's great we've seen some other stuff in the set that just puts plus one plus one counters on things and proliferates so now you can proliferate in the set as well is proliferating is proliferate in this set yeah I've seen it on about three cards so oh, far okay. but the, the way that they do this and they did the time spiral sets and why they were so complicated was some cards have a mechanic and it's on no other cards so if we have a look at Scrapyard Recombiner over there right it's a rare Three mana zero zero with modular two and modular hasn't been around since literally I don't know, I don't ori- know that one. Original Mirrodin. Right. So it's it comes into play with that many plus one plus one counters on it. Yeah. And then when it dies, you can put its plus one plus one counters on another artifact creature. You oh, okay, control. yeah. So it's modular. So like if it dies, you break it down for its bits and you stick it on another sure. thing. Got it. So and this is like you can it also has the ability sac- sacrifice an artifact, search your library for a construct card, reveal it put it in your hand, then shuffle your library. This might be the only card with modular in the whole set. (laughs) And and like, you just have to be like, how would I make this (sighs) thing... Starting to hurt already. ...work? Yeah, like, and this is just... We've only looked at like six cards, right? And you go... Say you look at this in your first pick in the draft, you're like, modular two... I'll draft a bunch of artifact creatures. And then all the packs you get past have no artifact creatures in them because this is just a funny joke that they made for modern or, or And is whatever. this the only construct we've seen so far? Uh, no, because there's changelings in the set which have all creature types at all times. Oh, okay. So even yeah. when you search for it from your deck, it's a construct. So that changeling we saw before isn't the only one. There's, there's no, other yeah, there's changelings. There's oh, other changelings. Right. I love the idea of trying changelings. That's kind of interesting. Mm. That's so, so that's high a, fantasy. Yeah, so, even, so when you go, uh, there's another uncommon there which is etchings of the chosen it's one white black for an enchantment when it enters the battlefield you choose a creature type creatures you control of the chosen type get plus one plus one and construct 
Construct. Uh, you can pay one and sack a creature of the chosen type to give a creature you control indestructible until end of turn. All right. Um, this is a plant for modern because black-white spirits is, is a big thing. So you play lots of crappy 1-1 one, one spirit tokens and you play lots of ways to buff them and just kill them before they can kind of react to you. But in the set, all your changelings will be whatever you pick. If you draft black-white cats or black-white soldiers or something, you just pick this and all your changelings also get plus one, yeah. plus one. Yeah. Um, so there's just heaps of these So weird- you're kind of inventing... Uh, you're, or you're placing cr- uh, creature types onto other things in the game, aren't mm-hmm. you? It's- yeah. So God. anytime something says, search your library for a construct card, all your changelings have construct yeah, uh, abilities. So, yeah, so everything you have to think about where it lies in the web of the context of the set, which is why it'll be really good if you can memorize every card in this set, but like this is, is something else because... There's no heuristics here. Every card does a different thing. Yeah. And every card is a reference to something for no real good reason. Like, <laughs> it's common. Goat nap. Two in a red. Yeah. This is the other. Go on, sorry. You gain control of target creature until end of turn. Untap that creature. It gains haste. So that's already just active treason. And it says, if that creature is a goat, it also gets plus three plus See, that's a problem straight away because goat is the other one like coward, which is super rare yeah, in super existence rare. Yeah. it's like there's, there aren't any goats but this pretty much just means if you steal a changeling in this set yeah. it gets plus 3 plus 0 so we're like are you supposed to play around goat nap <laughs> are you supposed to not put a changeling in a deck if they could kill you with goat nap if they untap it's really strange I like if we thought War of the Spark was swingy this is going to be like I didn't even know that was possible because yeah. all these cards just add up to a whole bunch of insane they're stuff just, they're just blobs of things that could interact um yeah is there any color other color i like that fallen shinobi kind of art it's spookily horrible Mm -hmm. just hanging on there with these little bent arm metal Mm. thing there's uh there's all the sub themes in each of the color pairs uh blue black is ninjas okay so there's a rare and an uncommon previewed so far and i expect there'll be uh, a few others but remember every changeling is a ninja <laughs> yeah of course every changeling is a ninja <laughs> that's such an old folk song i remember <laughs> yeah. i used to sing that in the dock down the yeah. docks <laughs> yeah i was so worried about ninjas back in the day yeah. oh, amazing. Every ch- oh every changeling's a ninja <laughs> uh yeah so so this is like um <laughs> ninjutsu two blue black what a ridiculous is that black yeah, two blue black. That's ridiculous, right there. That's a thing. Ninjutsu, ninjutsu yeah. Ninjutsu, two blue black. So sure. ninjutsu what? is you can pay two blue black, and after your opponent has said, "I'm not blocking that creature," you can pay the cost and return an unblocked attacker to your hand and put this onto the battlefield tapped and attacking. Okay. So you've gone attack with my two two. Yeah. And they go. Uh, no blocks you go cool ninjutsu and then suddenly the whatever <laughs> it was the bear, you put the bear back in your hand and you put the ninja oh my down there God. and so it's like Hah! but the creature has to be declared as unblocked oh okay and uh, uh, but then think how of this- can you not leave anything unblocked ever as far as it is ninjutsu just in blue black yep oh, okay mm-hmm. that's so close. so far yeah <laughs> god damn that's hard to keep up with 
And it's, it's, is, that, been, is that from like Kamigawa? Or yeah, so yeah. it was a Kamigawa mechanic. Oh, um, wow. So they've already printed some ninjas that are like better than any other ninjas they printed back then because the power level is really different nowadays. Okay. But yeah, Blue Kamigawa Bl- was a bit light though, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was like really weak. But yeah. it kind of worked really well with itself, but not with anything else. Right. Um, so yeah, the, the, the ninja stuff is all like you have creatures that have enter the battlefield effects. Yeah. And then when you attack with them, they go, oh, no blocks because I don't want to trade off for that crappy guy or whatever. You and then stick you go, him in. Wah! And then you ninja in the thing. The ninjas always have a combat hit effect. Okay. So it says whenever it deals combat damage to a player, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So that's the, that's that's the benefit a huge of payoff ninja. Of, yeah, ninjaing. And then in. you also get that enters the battlefield creature back to your hand so you can play it again. So let's so... Oh, so it pings back to your hand afterwards? So it comes back to your... No, not the ninja, but the creature oh. that was unblocked. Yeah. That... Well, that gets put back on the battlefield. No, it gets put back in your hand. And yeah. then on their future turn, you can go play it again and yeah. get the ETB effect. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I see. So you ninja, ninjutsu your and his battlefield effect creatures back out back of the out. game. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, right. yeah, that's neat. Yeah, so it's just... That Renin 6 looks shit, by the way. Yeah. I read it and I thought... Earlier on, before I've got all this information you've just told me, I mm-hmm. don't know, in the context of that, uh, earlier on in the day... That one's harder to read because they have to do very careful things with... Oh, so this is a, this is a red-green planeswalker, so it only costs two mana to put out. Yeah. Uh, it comes in with three loyalty. You can plus it to return up to one target land from your graveyard to your hand. You can minus one to deal damage to any target, and you can minus seven to say you get an emblem with instant and sorcery cards in your graveyard have retrace now retrace is a mechanic from Lorwyn block where you can cast instants and sorceries with retrace from your graveyard by yeah. paying their cost and also discarding a land okay so it's like all your spells in your graveyard have flashback so you can play them again but you have, you have to, to discard, discard land, land as well which is a good late game for but this late is an game, early yeah so yeah, I have no idea how to evaluate this card so do you like but return up to one target land card from your graveyard to your hand. How are those cards getting into your graveyard, especially if you're playing red-green? Because you can't chuck them there yourself, because that's usually like a green-black like, yeah, thing. Yeah, like a blue-black I mean, blue, blue, blue blue thing, thing, is what yeah. I'm saying. Um, and if that's not the case, you're hoping that they're going to blow up your lands? You, you, uh, in, in modern, there's fetch lands. So the fetch lands are like things like Flooded Strand. Yeah. So Flooded Strand's like you sacrifice it and get a island or planes out of your deck and put it oh like play. evolving wilds so yeah that evolving count? wilds yeah. yeah but the rare ones they come into play untapped if you want mm. and so if you played one of them on turn one and then you played ren and six you could draw a card because you know it's like you get a fetch land back from your hand and you play it again I don't know what to make of this card. I, I would wait for someone else to build a cool deck around it or something. Yeah. But sweet art, but s- sweet art. Yeah. I, I think red green ticking it down three times to deal one damage to any target is still pretty pretty decent. Like, um, but the plus one and the negative seven, you got to work really hard to make those mm. good. Um, anyway, we're a bit too early on in the set to so early uh, make a yeah. call on that. Mm-hmm. Greatest card in the set is is th- fast forward like two months. Yeah, like, wow, Ren and six. six. Oh, so amazing. Two hundred dollar yeah. card. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so like the, the the set is full of just heaps of references to cool. Oh, I was weird gonna say old King stuff. of King of the Pride got a mention for oh, yeah. being a uh, um, I feel like a cat changeling. No, what tribal they call thing? It? Oh, I was saying it was a. 
I know they had it like a you know it was like the champion of something or is it? Mm-hmm. I know it's 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 just one of those cards that pumps all other. I suppose yeah. It's oh, a uh, Lord, thing. yeah, cat, yeah, because it Lord, pumps yeah. everyone, every mm-hmm. other, every other um, creature type of its kind. Yeah, so this is a weird one because it's like really squishy by itself, but this is like an old school. Yeah, this is like a really old school card where it's like it's really fragile, but the pump on all of your creatures is really huge. Um, so maybe uh, cat tribal is a thing in this set if this is an uncommon you just draft a bunch of changelings and a bunch of cats and maybe a couple king of the pride and mm. just sweep yeah. uh there's um black white tokens looks like it's a thing as well okay. so battle screech is a really powerful card in uh in pop uh, i think pauper and um it was really good oh this is a reprint this one it's a reprint it's a legacy yep. reprint so it's two white white for a sorcery, you make two one-one white bird creature tokens with flying, and it has flashback, so you can cast them from your graveyard just by tapping three untapped white creatures you control. Okay. So it represents four one-one flying birds just for tapping some white creatures you have, and the first half of it makes the two one-ones as well. So this is just like a bunch of really annoying flying creatures and then if you have anything that gives all your birds plus one plus one what does it mean you may cast this card from your graveyard for its flashback cost and then exile it yeah the flashback cost is tap three untapped white creatures you can so it comes back to you you may cast this card to the graveyard I mean it comes back to the battlefield and then you've got to exile it straight away uh, so this is a sorcery so you're just casting it from. oh sorry yeah Yeah. yeah. Um, oh I see yeah so you just cast it yeah, but the cost isn't gotcha. a mana cost. It's just tap some white creatures. The pit, the pit. See, I look at the picture and, and I go, like, "I'm getting a bird." Birds, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a bird creature. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there's uh, there's a bunch of things, and we can see the card next to it. Sling Gang Lieutenant also just makes a bunch of tokens. Mm. So black white seems to be about going wide with lots of good flavor text. Idiots. On Freshly promoted to first rock. Zaz was eager to make an impact. <laughs> make an impact. <laughs> make an impact. <laughs> mm. He's getting catapulted across the He's battlefield. Uh, throwing goblins. Goblins are great at getting used as weapons <laughs> themselves. Do you yeah. think they, they could do some stabbing once they land? Well, he's got well. a big look at his sword. He's, he's got in his sword, hand. Yeah. He's coming. He's landing with a swing. Mm. These um. So yeah, like uh, less than half the set's been spoiled so far, and there's already just yeah. so much crazy stuff in it, uh, including the uh, mythic rare. The completion the of the back. sword cycle. Oh, God. So we've seen a lot of these over the years. It started yeah. with Sword of Fire and Ice, Sword of Light and Shadow, which were the red, blue, and white, black ones. They always... A song, cost- a song of Ice and Fire? Song of Ice and Fire, yeah. yeah. That disappointing that a- <laughs> equipment that we didn't like <laughs> yeah. at the end, yeah. Uh, they always cost three. They always cost two to equip. It's, it's, it's good in the early game. Very poor in the late Yeah, poor game. in the late game, yeah. <laughs> Looks like a munted horse. Yeah. Um, yeah, they always give the creature plus two, plus two, and protection from two colors, mm. and then an on-hit effect. So when it hits a player, you get a thing from one color, and then you get another thing from the other color. The the protection from colors seems to be such an old-school magic thing. That, yeah, yeah. That was... Yeah, we just don't see it any, as much mm. anymore, right? It's, it's kind it's of why still... I dig these sets, because you're like, what does that mean uh, again? Yeah, it well, means... that one's pretty obvious, right? But mm. it just seems like... Uh, yeah, I can, I can remember it being a little bit around in like M13 for some, you know, 
Swamp Shade or something like that. And it was oh, like, Swamp Walk or, or something. It was yeah. something, and it was like you know, had his protection from like the black creatures had protection from white, and the you know uh-huh. the the Knight of Grace or something like. Oh, that. I had protection from white, and then the black one had. Yeah, oh, sorry, the black one had protection from white, and the white had. Protection yeah, from and white. he thought, oh, that's that must be a magic thing, and then it kind of just disappeared. But you see it pop up on cards mm. like this, and now when you see it in uh, in the last course, it's hexproof from black and hexproof. From yeah, black, which yeah. I think is a much more. Yeah, it's cleaner. graspable thing. Mm. Uh, protection is shorthand for it can't be dealt damage, enchanted, blocked, or targeted by things of that color. Mm. Um, but there are lots of things that can still affect it, like minus X, minus X effects and destroy effects, which oh. aren't covered in those things. Oh, okay. But hexproof from would probably cover that. It doesn't. Also, doesn't cover that because hexproof is only about targeting it. Okay. And destroy all creatures doesn't target anything, so it can still be destroyed by white effects. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, like, but the fact that on some of these rares and mythic rares, they're not even writing out what the thing does. Like on Ren and Six, it doesn't even tell you what retrace is. You're just going to be like, what's retrace? Like, yeah. I've got the ultimate tough. on my planeswalker off. What does that mean? <laughs> just judge calling for like yeah. basic text on a card. Mean? Yeah. Like, what should I do here, man? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like you're, you're like, what does this mean and why would I do that? Yeah. Uh, there's... Yeah. I love, I love that, that, you know, oh, we're thinking aloud here, but we're free and easy. That should be a video. And like, judge call. Like, well, dude, what should I do with this card? Which, yeah. What should I play next? Yeah. You can't ask me that. <laughs> that isn't allowed. Bad judge. Oh, you should definitely do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, God, there's some... There's, boy, there's some Spanish cards in this. Oh, boy. Orifiama de Goblin. De Goblin. Oh, you recognize this one enduring sliver so oh, there's slivers in every color across all the thing one and a white two two it's got outlast two do i know outlast yeah i think from khans of takia oh, i wasn't paying attention oh, in khans paying of takia yeah I, so this was i that. slept through all those podcasts <laughs> <laughs> this is the um the abzan mechanic from khans of takia it's plus two plus put two it's pay two and tap so outlast two pay two colors over anything else. Mm-hmm. tap Put a plus one plus one counter on this creature. Outlast only as a sorcery. Yeah, so you can't do sorcery it speed. Mm-hmm. And you can keep on doing that. Yep. Other sliver creatures you control have outlast too. Mm. Oh, so this thing can just get bigger and bigger. Yeah. So the whole Abzan thing was the longer. Imagine the- this would proliferate around. You'd be yeah. like. <laughs> so uh, all the Abzan cards were just uh, in Khans of Takir draft were all about just you go set up a defense. And they go, oh, I can't get through. Go. And you go, outlast, outlast, outlast. And you go, oh, no. And it had this really slow, inevitable grind towards your creatures being like four sevens. And you go, attack. And like, I can't block any of those. Um, yeah, super interesting mechanics that they've just kind of mashed together on this. How are and you going to remember, like, all the slivers in the set? If you have four in play, yeah. you've got to remember all four of them have all four of these abilities that they each give each other. So... Why are they trying to make everything so complicated? Are they just... This is, is this what people have been wanting? I think when you look at, uh, let's say, the run of Ixalan, Rivals, Dominaria, Core Set, people were saying these sets are really simple and... Yeah, I do get, I get that. Yeah. I, uh, I got a bit of that feeling as well, but I don't know. It's um, It was simple, but there was... Simple was sort of equated to a lack of fun. There was a lack of 
you know, um, some sort of clever interactivity thing. Mm-hmm. But and, and you think, okay, so I can't cleverly interact everything. Therefore, let's make it more complex, like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think this is more foreboding. This is complexity for complexity's sake. Yeah. And I think they've said that is our intention because it's for the people who are so deep in the in the in the trench that they're going to be like. Oh man, this is like this is so yeah. crazy. Yeah. So this set is definitely, definitely not for everyone. And so far, we've only really talked about how it isn't limited. Yeah. Uh, not to mention, uh, it's mate. It's called Modern Horizons. It is called Modern Horizons. <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm really interested in in what limited of this is going to be like because I've never played a set that's as complex as this before, yeah. and I'm really kind of relishing the the fact that I can do some weird stuff. Um, What's Kai's guile? Is she? Just destroying. It's got like yeah. five different things that you can uh, do on it. <laughs> so this is so board sweep in five different ways. Yeah. So one white, black, instant. Choose two from these four options. Okay. Each opponent sacrifices a creature. Okay. We never. I don't like those ones because yeah. they always choose their shittest stuff. Uh, exactly. They, they never pick the best cards. No. Yeah. You go, can you pick your best card? And they go, not this time. I prefer not to. Uh, exile all cards from each opponent's graveyard. Yeah. Specific to maybe playing. Create a 1-1 one, one white and black spirit creature token with flying. Yeah. Sure. You, like get, you gain four life. That's always handy. Yeah. So one white, black. And like, it's got entwined three down at the bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to piss you off. We're so, like, here's another mechanic. So entwined three... They've changed the wording of entwine because in the past they only put entwine on things that had two options. Okay. And they would always say choose one, but choose both if you pay the entwine cost. Okay. But they've just changed it now to say choose all if you pay the entwine cost. Okay. For, so for six mana, you can do all of the above. Yeah. Which I, oh, I don't know. Who knows what this set's about? <laughs> you know, I was going to say, you're never going to do it because. Like some of those things are only like exile all cards from each opponent's yeah. graveyard. You sometimes you just don't care about that. No, yeah. So it's kind of when do you pull the trigger on this? Do you really want a one-one with flying that badly? You just do it at the end of turn. You just exile the graveyard and hope they sacrifice a creature. Like I think altogether it's worth about a card. <laughs> but yeah. Gain four life, whatever. Make a one-one. Uh, exile cards from their graveyard. Uh, each opponent sacrifices a creature, but if you put them all together, then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like that, yeah, isn't it? It's, it's like, like oh, oh, wow. It does a little bit of that's everything. so much done. Mm. Kai is going to be pissed when she reads that because <laughs> that's not the kind of oomph not, no. she usually goes for. Um, it's also nothing compared to Ethereal Absolution, which costs yeah. the same and was absolutely absurd in that yeah, format. That's, <laughs> that's a good point. Now we, there was some new there was some new um, spoilers today at the top of the page. Yeah, br- like brand new. I, I hadn't seen them before we started the podcast. Yeah, actually, so. uh, what were, what were they? Just you know. Uh, so let's talk about um, a little deck called Scred. Scred in, in modern. Oh god. So <laughs> I'm there's this about m- to learn mono red control deck. Yeah. Called Scred. Right. And it's built around snow permanence. So there's a card called Scred, which is one one red mana for a sorcery and it says deal damage to a creature equal to the number of snow permanents you control oh so that's good because it can kill yeah. anything if you up have to the amount of lands that you have so all you do is play this like crazy burn control deck and then you play whatever uh win condition you want at the end of the yeah you know, the thing you just go scratch your guy bolt your guy play a cough and it doesn't really matter about the as long as you've got the picture on your basic land having snow on having it, having snow on it, yeah, then then this cred card's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So but if you, you just, just accidentally don't have one, you just put a regular mountain in yeah. your deck. 
but less the, grid power. But in modern, because they made the snowlands basic, you can just put twenty snow covered mountains in your deck. Yeah. So it's it's just you go. That's what I'm saying. If, if you're one short, you spreads not. You just throw a regular one. Before the set came out, they were pretty expensive oh. because you needed twenty in your deck, and the, like, where do you get twenty from? Yeah. Good, good games, Cannington. We got lots of them in stock. <laughs> Sponsorship. Sponsorship. So we've got um, two cards here that have only snow mana as their cost. So, oh, yeah, So yeah. we've got Golem Pelo Hohelado. Is that just, is that just one? Yes, it is one. Okay. So it's a one mana 2-2. Two, two. Right. How do you get away with having a one mana 2-2? Two, two? you got to make your whole deck snow. So it costs snow mana for a snow artifact creature Golem, and it's a 2-2. Two, two. Weird. So, so just weird. any, any colour, basic land with snow on the picture... Yep. And it's a basic. You make it two, two, does it yeah. say basic land? Yeah, basic. snow island or yeah, something like uh, that. Let's let's have a look at them because there's full art snowlands in the set as well. Oh, good lord! For Are we going to have to be stocking up on these so that we we're millionaires in the future? Yeah, we're going to get a lot of them. Yeah. These are going to be quite expensive. Oh, basic snowland. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, I, I delivered that as it was written on the script, <laughs> the podcast script. Um, and there's a snow artifact that um, costs one mana to come into play. When it enters the battlefield, you draw a card, and you can pay one and tap it for a mana of any color, which is that's value, right? So sick. That's so good. Awesome. We're talking about how much we love Guild Globe, and this does all the things, but better because you don't need cheaper. Sac- you don't need to sacrifice it, but with the low, low cost of. You know, have enough snow mana in your deck. So in limited, I don't know if you can play this, but in constructed, you just like, yeah, I'll just play a bunch. You're going to play, I'll play this in limited because you've just. Oh, uh, are we going to be drafting the lands? In I think you have to draft the lands. Right, right. So, so we're drafting the basics. So we have to draft the basics. Yeah. So, you, so you don't just take. Wow. The, so you don't just take the basic out of the pack. But it's like in Ravnica Allegiance and Guilds of Ravnica when you keep the gate in the pack. Yeah. And then gates were like, oh, I want to take a gate fourth pick or something. You yeah. Know, I'm going to draft snow. And so then you start the taking same. the full art basic snow lens. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to first pick this... Uh, this, this, <laughs> this foil snow land. That'd be so expensive. Far out, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, top to bottom, this set is just like... it's. It's both intriguing and exciting and terrifying with the terrifying amount of, daunting, of, of yeah. learning involved. Um, let's have a look at the count. Uh, there are... The count. 146 of 254 cards spoiled so far. So, right. So only just more than half. Yeah. And uh, only, oh, I don't know, five, six, seven of the mythics have been spoiled so far. So, we've got so there's eight. still some insane ones to come. Yeah. Uh, there's still a bunch of weird rares and all this sort of stuff and then there's all sorts of decks you can build out of all of these things like bear tribal is suddenly a yeah thing. I I've seen there's a lot of bears right yeah but is there a, is there a bears matter uh, vibe amongst the bears yet or is there just a lot of bears well uh, well I keep thinking about stuff like um Ayula's influence which is a color shifted version of a red card called seismic assault so seismic assault costs red 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 it was an enchantment. You could discard a land card to deal two damage to something. Ayula's mm-hmm. influence is green, green, green. You can discard a land card to make a bear. So, like, this is infinite. Well, not infinite. It's bears equal to the number of lands you have left in your hand. And then if you play Ayula, like, like think about if you have two oh, lands Oh, you can do this hand, multiple times. You can just do it as many times as you want. As so you, you play lands. three green mana 
just ditch all your lands <laughs> and you get a 2-2 green bear creature token for, for each, each one. one. Yeah. And then every one you draw in the future, boom, 2-2 two, two bear. And then if you have... Oh, it's an enchantment! And it's an enchantment, yeah. Holy crap! So if you have a Eula out, each one of them becomes a 4-4, four, four, and then you can say a bear you control fights a creature you don't control. So it's just like all this stuff that's like... It didn't exist in any description before. No one would have thought bear tribal would be a thing. But now you're like... Ah, We've been just- talking about bears for years, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's all... That's far out. I literally had been through this baller about 20 times and I've never seen Endling before, which right. is uh, <coughs> which well, that's a cool, an interesting picture. <coughs> cool cycle they've been doing for 26 years, which started with uh, Morph- <laughs> Morphling in the first, I think in Revised or something, and it always has this like mirrored image artwork okay. in there. And this is about the 10th one, and this is the first black one that they've done, and they yeah. always have four different abilities that you can pay with coloured mana or colourless mana, and they always get crazy, crazy abilities. You remember Aetherling from Dragon's yeah, yeah, yeah. Maze? Yeah, yeah, so Aetherling was like the eighth one or something. Oh, right. And, then and what's the common theme? Uh, they're always a creature with like four activated abilities and you can do them in any order you choose. And they have to end in Ling. Yeah, they always end in Ling. Right. So it's like they're, uh, the first one was Morphling. So it's like they can just morph to whatever situation that they're in. Yeah. But this is the first black one that they've made, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah. This one is pretty interesting. Endling un- gains menace. Dying. So we can pay black touch. to give it menace or death touch or undying until end of turn. Yeah. yeah. And the last one is... Oh, one colourless endling gets plus one, negative one, or negative one plus one until end of turn. Mm. So Aetherling costs mm. six, but you could like make it unblockable and then you could pump it up to an eight and then hit him for eight three times and stuff. So, yeah. Lots of, lots of, lots of, lots of crazy stuff in here. Yeah, it is. Uh, what, what would you be your sweet pick so far? What, uh, what are you excited about? For modern, uh, well, I mean, with modern. The pool is so deep already. A card's got to be really good to break into the yeah the, to the thing. So yeah, what are you excited about? Is there, is there anything exciting so far in the modern realm? Yeah. Realm. So uh, there's there's a couple. Uh, yep. One of them is force of negation. So okay. you've heard of force of will. Yes. So force of will is a legacy card, and everyone was like, "Oh, they're going to bring force of will to modern. Are they going to bring force of will to modern?" No. It's too strong. Yeah. But they've made a force for each of the different colours. And they a all. A cycle, some would a, say. A cycle. Yeah. And each one of them have the stipulation of if it's not your turn, you can exile a, color, a, a card that shares a colour with this yeah. rather than pay this mana cost. So it's free. You can yeah. be tapped out. You can just exile a card from your hand. And the white one is an enchantment that gives your creatures plus one plus one. It's pretty cool. The blue one is a negate. So if right. your opponent goes, here's a planeswalker, Jace the Mind Sculptor on turn four, you can just exile a blue card from your hand and just counter target non-creature spell for free. For free. Yeah. Uh, the black one uh, destroys all creatures that enter the battlefield this turn. But what that does is it shuts down a lot of these combo decks that make infinite like Oh, things. right. Yeah. So you just go, they go, make infinite guys, go to attacks. Kill like, infinite. Force of despair, destroy all creatures that enter the battlefield oh. this turn. How many is that? I don't know. That's infinite. A million. The mm. red one is garbage and every time I read it, I get angry. Uh, <laughs> it makes two, three ones with trample and haste. Yeah. But 
you can only cast it on your opponent's turn for free. So haste is garbage. So haste is rubbish. And this is sacrifice those tokens at the beginning of your next upkeep. Which is your which, which is, is straight when you're away. Just about to untap, so you sacrifice them. What? It's just it's so bad. So you can only pay three mana. Really, realistically, yeah, you just want to make two, three, one, two, yeah. three ones with trample, and then you sacrifice them at the beginning of your next upkeep. Like it's just so bad it compared to the other three. Yeah, uh, and the green ones are really great sideboard card. Um, great art, What's the, uh, awesome art. Uh, if it's not your turn, you can exile green card from your hand rather than pay its mana cost, and you can destroy up to two target artifacts and or enchantments. So yeah, um, there's a, a bit... lot of problematic ones of those in uh, modern, though, uh, like Rest in Peace against um, graveyard decks and the Ley Lines against yeah. Burn or, or whatever. So it's nice that you have um, this as an option uh, to just destroy stuff and you don't even need the mana all the for pacify it. effects for the enchantments mm. so, yeah. also one mm. of my least favourite things about modern uh, cards like Blood Moon so Blood Moon just says oh, all yeah. non-basic lands are mountains and you go now I've got to destroy enchantment card in my hand but I can't tap my lands because they're all mountains yes this is an out to that which is you just exile a green card from your hand you don't need to pay the mana cost and then you can blow up the Blood Moon, untap and take your turn as normal. Mm. So I like them putting stuff in like this as this is, answers that's, to, sh- yeah. to bullshit. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's... I mean, it's really, really hard to know how this stuff is going to affect modern because we've never seen something like this before. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so with this coming out, are we... Is there, you know how we're talking about postmodern in Arena? Are we going to see this on Arena, do you think? I would gamble on no. Yeah. Because they haven't advertised it. It seems crazy to be able to program anything that's going to be able to manage this, right? I think so, yeah. Because you'd have it's to program how all of the different mechanics work and find a way to represent them in Arena. And then they might as well just start bringing out old sets and they everything. They as well, yeah. Because then you can just go, oh, this has got Storm or this has got Convoke or, yeah. you know, or whatever. So. Oh, we just saw Convoking Guilds, but... Um, it is a shame, though, because this would be a way to get um, people on Arena playing cards that are weird and old and using old mechanics and sort of going, oh, I've kind of got my head around this mechanic now. Mm-hmm. Perhaps I could play modern because... Could make because a whole I'll, deck around it, yeah. Do you think that sort of... Um, do you think there's still going to be a post-modern in Arena then? Like just a an Arena modern? Is that still a thing? I did think that it would be very interesting if this was an addition to Arena with all the cards they've already programmed on there. Yeah. But the more I think about that, I don't think they can develop this whole set with Arena metagame in mind. And I think they're just going to ignore it and do a gangbusters uh, card printing and ignore it for Arena for the moment. I I do think there has to be a non-rotating format because we haven't had a proper rotation on Arena yet. Once it drops in October, everyone loses two-thirds of their collection they're going to be pissed and they have to give them uh, something to do with those cards yeah Yeah. I can't remember what happened oh with um, jewels you Mm -hmm. just kept on going yeah there was no rotation there was no rotation just kept going I think it went long enough for there to be a rotation oh yeah I think so in Hearthstone whenever they did rotation which was once a year uh, you could turn all your old cards into dust and you could um, dust you can turn the dust into cards at four to one. So say you four to one. Say you dusted a legendary, 
If yeah. you just had four legendaries, you could make one legendary for free. <sighs> so in Magic, that would be pretty grim. But that like, would be. If I'm not going to be playing Hydroid Crisis and Modern, I'd just dust them and turn them into a new Mythic. But still, like you got to destroy 16 Mythics to make one Mythic at that ratio. And obviously, Arena doesn't have a dust system, so... What nah, are we going to do with up, all our cards? It's just, just an update just, away, isn't it? As yeah. soon as um, rotation comes mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Oof, maybe a, a discussion for a pod on another day yeah. to get closer to it. Okay, with all the snow around, yep. does this mean we're going to see the Viking set coming up shortly? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that they're... Post-core. Pl- yeah, I think they're playing with the snow mechanic a lot more. Yeah. I think... Feeling it out. Yeah, the feeling it out. Seeing yeah, if it hurts your fingers when you it. touch it because you get frosty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my fingers are stuck to my island. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think they're just. They've put a little too much into that mechanic being cool. Ah! I, I see what you did I there! See. Manipulator. Snow business like snow business. Snow business. <laughs> Ugh. Sick of this already. <laughs> um, yeah, like. I wouldn't put money on it, but I'm pretty sure that snow is a thing that they're interested in bringing back. I don't know why I'm excited about it because you know, you know, when they did the whole "let's get dinosaurs and pirates" Mm. and all the cool stuff that everyone gets excited about, and it was cack. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Pretty bad. I I mean, I I think they did a poor job with that set in particular. But I'd love to. Vikings would be fun. I'm right into that. Like, I'm not really into pirates and dinosaurs. No, I'm into Vikings. I like Vikings. Yeah. I also thought I was super into Egypt and Greek. Uh, I think no, did, no, no, good. no. They did a good job with Theros, I think, but the Greek one, I think... Uh, no, sorry, the Egyptian one, I think they didn't do the best job. With, uh, how was I with that? I'm not in the Greek mythology in the, a, a great deal, and I got right into Theros. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Armanket thing, when it was, they said Egyptian theme, I thought, oh, that's nice and interesting, mm-hmm. and thought... Not that bothered, but then as soon as they started doing zombies, I yeah. was like, I'm out of my mind excited. Yeah. But that's just because I'm into zombies. Yeah, mm. the, the crossover, the horror Egypt thing. and thing is like, oh, mummies that are alive. Is what? it really, really what they did there? They just like wiped the table and said, let's do horror theme. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, yeah, zombies. Yeah. God, I love playing those zombies from Armageddon. Mm. So good. Oh, so much. Good I was going to say I miss those days, but then Ravnica Allegiance, I really love that set as well. Mm-hmm. I think that. I don't think Ravnica maybe Guilds as well Guilds we got tired of a lot quicker than Allegiance but Allegiance I think Allegiance was a better set overall I do and yeah. I think that's that wasn't a bad level of complexity and fun mm-hmm. and understandability if yeah. that's a word mm-hmm. all mashed into one which is, is that's the kind of right levels for for new yeah, players because I played Ravnica Allegiance Draft so much yeah. for guilds I was a bit over it like yeah, pretty we, quickly so that was maybe on the simpler or a bit too linear side but with yeah, Allegiance I was like was linear. I'll just draft whatever I want like yeah. um, it reminds me of uh, Kaladesh I love Kaladesh yeah, then yeah. going into Aether Revolt, I was like, oh, so linear. Like, you either doing the improvised thing or you're just building a boring artifact. Whatever was, was Aether Revolt still part of a block or was that pretending you to be a separate? Aether Revolt, Aether Revolt, Kaladesh. So oh, you didn't okay. have as much energy kind of payoff. So it was a bit. Yeah. yeah. But I, I loved Kaladesh. Kaladesh was great. Yeah. That got me back into magic after I took a big break for about a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was sort of a bit vacant during 
again, shadows over Innistrad and Eldritch Moon, and yeah, that's weird. I yeah, kind of funny time. I wish I was around about in in original Innistrad. I think I would have been excited about that. That would have been a good time wealth. to be really deep in it because standard was really good. Draft was insane. They really hit a gold mine in those few sets where they went uh, Mirrodin scars of Mirrodin block was really cool. And then there was some bannings instead of whatever. Uh, and then they... It's always uh, exciting. Something they had to talk about. block and stuff as well. And I just remember, I was just in my element. I just loved everything that was coming out at that p- period of time. Mm. Yeah. So Vikings at this stage on the, uh, what was it, the, the 28th of May, mm. 2019. We're uh, saying Vikings are going to happen in October. Yeah, so they haven't announced it yet, but I'd say that it is a plain... It has to be a new one. I'm pretty sure, because I've said that somewhere in the past. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's going to be yeah, Viking or snowy, wintry themed. Because we've been doing too much... Uh, hot, hot, hot Hot desert nonsense. Mm. Yeah. Hot! Hot! What was it? Bolus, not hot. Yeah. Trapped in the meditation realm. All right, well, let's see. Let's play a bit of... Let's, 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 let's wrap that up. Yeah, but we'll come. We'll be able to talk about that a bit more when we've. We're not free as as free and easy in future Seven Land Hand episodes, yeah. and uh, we're back to talk about Modern Horizons in, with Ian Freezy. Ian Freezy, and yeah, we'll be right back after this though to do a bit of flavor text. Uh, see if Aaron can get to four and <laughs> win two dollars. Uh, so this is all of a sudden it's like a bit of a, a market garden kind of podcast, yeah. isn't it? It's like the nineties and seventies, you know, where they just rolled up the podcast in the in the village green. <laughs> said, Aaron's gonna try and get two dollars. Two pound, two shillings. <laughs> and then we've got Neats and Twos, which has got some information in it which you'd enjoy. And I don't know, there might be some other garbage in between. So let's just, <laughs> sure. let's just see. Oh, how dare, how dare we call it hot garbage? How dare you? Oh. How dare you? <laughs> All right, right back after this. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Flavor text. Text. It's flavor text. Uh, Aaron playing by himself. Yeah. Because <coughs> Kian didn't show up. Just solo running it. So we're hoping you're playing at home. Um, Aaron's put himself in a bit of a bind here. Yeah. He had to score five. He had to score six to win $8,000. <laughs> yep. He had to I, score... I said no to that, and I said... I'm going for five, you five. said. Yep. And that was to win a shit booster that we opened tonight. A bit of a drop-off mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the eight grand. Um, that's off the cards now because you scored one, so yep. you can't make it to five because <laughs> Flavor Tech is anywhere three. So the, the fourth place, which was for four points, is $2. So you're playing for $2... <laughs> You have to get a perfect score in flavor yeah. text, and I feel like it's not going to happen because Arena doesn't show the flavor text. Up yeah, well. yeah, that is a problem these More days. Spark stuff. So I'll give you the I'll give you the theme. Yeah, it's called "Still Got the Blues for War." Oh, yeah! Right. I feel like that two dollars is already in my pocket. <laughs> right. Let's see how we go. All right, flavor text. Still got the blues. For war, read that as you may for everyone playing at home. The theme is all red cards. <laughs> I'm still amazed to this day the amount you know when we we get a little bit, a little bit, have a few drinks either side of the podcast, yeah. 
and just the matter of times I've done flavor text that when I look at the end, when I look at the cards, I don't actually just read the card title. Oh, yeah. Every other time we read the card yeah. title, it's casting cards. The, the cast, yeah. flavor text. I've got to read yeah. the uh, the flavor text. Mm. All right, <laughs> number one. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Inform our ally. Inform our allies in the tenth. Inform. <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 read it better. Here we go. Inform our allies in the tenth and throw the circuit. It's about to get weird. Inform our allies in the tenth and throw the circuit. It's about to get weird. You think that'd be a white card? Because they're always they've always got the the tenth district nonsense. Oh right, yeah. But it's not because it's obviously I've still got the blues for war. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Inform our allies in the tenth and throw the circuit. It's about to get weird. Tenth hmm. district. Ah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Flow text number two. Listen to that flu-filled voice there. Mm. Yeah, I'm getting there. We're almost done. We'll we'll get it done. Mm. I've never seen the fire main angels so anxious," said Tajik. Or Tajik. That's a quote from Tajik. I've never seen the fire main angels so anxious. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. That's it's got a lot of clues in it. That one, isn't it? Kind of, kind of worked that one out. Yep. Let's um, have a drink from our non-sponsor, Crack and Rum. Crack and Rum, brought Trump. to you by Crack and Rum. Ah, uh, just loosening it's up. It's cracking. It's it's crack a lacking. It's just trying to loosen up the, the vocal cords so I can read. They approach in formation, every movement efficient and sure. They halt, listen, and then press on in silent unison. Confident with that one, aren't you? I, th- I think that there's only a couple it could be. But yeah. They approach in formation, every movement efficient and sure. They halt, listen, and then press on in silent unison. And I've still got the blues. For war. For war. Uh, allies in the tenth. Yeah. Inform our allies in the tenth and throw the circuit. It's about to get weird. That's how, that's. Spellkeeper weird. No, 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 no. That's not my answer. It's not your answer. No. Let's go. Do you want me to do that one last? Yeah. Yeah. I think All I right. have the other ones. Now we could build up to the excitement yeah. of your two dollar win. Oh boy. All right, you ready? <sighs> Woo! Let's do these in reverse order. They approach in formation, every movement efficient and sure. They halt, listen, and then press on in silent unison. Relentless advance. Correct! Yay! Here we go. Two of the necessary four with two questions left. <laughs> I've never seen the five main angels. So anxious, said Tajik. Never seen them so anxious, said Tajik. So this, to me, there was two options. Yeah. Which is a blue bad guys card. So it has to be one of the Amass ones. So it's either Skylord Eternal or Avon Eternal. I'm going with Avon Eternal because it's got more room for flavor text in its box. Here we go. Avon Eternal. Yeah! Ah, three out of the required four. Oh, boy. Here oh, we go. $2 on the line. Oh. <sighs> Oh, oh my god. Oh jeez. Oh, oh my god. Oh, should we just blob and like have a bit of a break? Yeah, yeah. No, let's push on. Let's do it. We can We're do back. it. We can do that. We're back straight after the break. Alright. Inform our allies in the tenth and throw the circuit. It's about to get weird. 
Okay, so I think I'm, yeah that this is a reference to combining the power of the guilds. Mm-hmm. So the allies in the tenth are the blue white, the Azorius, and throw the circuit is a very blue red like is it thing. Mm. What do they have in common? Blue. It's bond of insight. Oh, that's wrong. Because <laughs> I don't think that it gets that weird. It's not that weird. Uh, oh. No. I was going to It's that is incorrect. Oh. Sadly. Uh, no, the $2 will go back into the <laughs> seven the land kitty. hand coffers. I was going to say the focus should be on throw the circuit. No, I have no idea. <laughs> Oh, what? I've, <laughs> yeah. never read, I've never read the flavor text of that card before. I'm too busy, I, like, killing it with a Chandra's Pyrohelix or whatever. Aaron's looking it up on Google in front of us. So, oh. uh, it was Flux Channeler. Ah, that's yeah. Nice. Still got the blues for war. And, and I was... When I, when I, when I uh, thought it was going to be... Look up, look up the flavor text for Band Together. It's bullshit hard. It's just like, you know how you can usually kind of figure it out? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to get your impression on... Oh, for God's sake. What does it say? In times of peril, the vision the ancient parents had for their city comes into focus. Who would ever get that as band together? That's the (laughs) hardest flavour text ever, right? No, it's just nonsense. That was just kicking around. Someone wrote that on the toilet door at Watsy, right? And someone said, oh, just stick it on the bottom of a card. In times of peril, the vision the ancient parents had... For their city comes into focus. <laughs> nah. We've talked to you about the um, ancient grudge meme, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like an example of their poor writing sometimes. Yeah. If there's anything a werewolf hates, it's a collar, <laughs> especially Avacyn's collar, the symbol of her church. It's like, <laughs> I told you about so 50 deliberate. things about. And then someone's made this version, which is. If there's anything the werewolf hates, it's a collar, especially Avacyn's collar, the symbol of her church. You see, Avacyn hunted werewolves, but mostly just the ones that hunted humans. Most of them did, but it's worth pointing out that some didn't. Who knows? In the future, if Soren, the planeswalker card who created Avacyn the angel god thing that the people of Innistrad worship at churches, where holy symbols of Avacyn's collar are kept, like the one pictured, and who basically could... It just goes on and on This is so good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I love that shit. I like when someone succinctly just puts into... Well, not succinctly, yeah. but like puts into words... Oh, yeah, what was that nonsense Gideon one, you know? Or there was something like, you know, he he hits hard, but w- when he wants to get angry, he's going to hit more hard. He's going to punt... He's going to punt... He's, he's gonna you, know punch that, you know that one that was... Yeah, Gideon's Reproach. <laughs> Gideon's Reproach. Yeah. On Cat, Gideon lost both his Sural and his faith in himself. But he can still throw a punch, and he still knows a bad guy when he sees one. <laughs> that is poor. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. Oh, man. Ah, oh, flavor text. Well, suddenly... It really ranges from so bad to so good. Yeah. Because uh, there's been some great ones in there. That's in the a past. different Gideon's approach. Suddenly, Gideon was there with us, was there clearing with... the way so that we could escape. Oh, that's kind of like a vanilla one, isn't yeah. it? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 better when it's just ridiculously bad or yeah. on just perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, should we should we come back and just do some neats and twos and yeah. uh, hit, hit talk about some uh, some of the things that might be happening? Yeah. Right, let's do that then. How dare you? Oh, we'll try our best. Neats and 
Jason Twos. All right, let's wrap it up with a bit of bit of news. Uh, yeah, we're we're in the mid, we're, we're this limbo thing we're talking about the change of podcast mm. announcements. Announcements. Yeah. We're finalising big exciting changes, but we yeah. can't really. We we we, did, we announced the chit house. That's all off now. Yeah, I, yeah. I think we we announced too early. I guess maybe without final ironing out all the details. <coughs> it's not like us being unpro. Yeah. Mm. If anyone complains. Send an email to podcast podcast at, at sevenlandhand.com limited Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. If we've done something to upset you, send something to. I mean, send it Marshall to Marshall at lrcast.com. Send it to podcast at thechairhouse.com, and we will never see it. Never see ever. it. So mm. no, I think if if you've got a problem with it, this this podcast, yeah. send it to Marshall at lr.lrcast.com. They say they reply to every email they get. So do they? Okay. No, no don't, they don't say that. They said on other mm. smaller podcasts I listen to. Yeah. So, so like you might say, dear Marshall, I was deeply offended when you with, with the with the attitude of the Seven Land Hand podcasters Aaron and David on episode one four six modern disregard. Horizons. Yeah. Yeah. They they didn't treat the the content with the respect it was due, um, and we would like. Seven thousand yeah. dollars compensation reparations from limited resources mm. <laughs> from all their their Patreon money. signed Cynthia Shepherd. <laughs> really, just uh, very. P.S. Uh, they use Cynthia Shepherd's name <laughs> and likeness <laughs> without her uh, on the images of the podcast. It's really, it's really horrible. Yeah. Oh, it's such a bad podcast. Oh, it's so naughty. Um. Yeah, so we're trying to sort that out, aren't we? Um, I think we've got it mostly nailed down. Hmm. What is exciting, though, is we're, we're creating lots of more video content, yep. mm-hmm. and you can look forward to a What is Modern yeah. uh, coming up shortly. We didn't cover it on this podcast because we think most people know, but the second most common question I get asked second in most. stores oh, is, right what after, is modern? Right go, after modern? Because I always one. list the events that we run in store, yeah. and I go, we've got modern on Mondays, and they go, what is modern? Well, first right of all, after they say what, how do planeswalkers work? How do planeswalkers work? work. Yeah. But then the second thing they ask me is what is modern? What is modern? Yeah, and we're so, about to tell you in under three minutes. We'll make a short film. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really want to call them short films. Short films. Yeah, <laughs> short films. it's another seven line hand short film. Yeah, and that's going to be coming live out, on tape. Coming out really soon, live from the internet. From the internet. Um, and what else we got? Bruin. We got. Uh, I don't know what we've committed ourselves to yet that we can tell you about. Uh, Exciting just draft stuff. videos coming out on the YouTube channel all the time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I subscribe to us on Facebook as well because I think it's easy to miss YouTube subscriptions if you're not on there all the time. But Facebook, you can kind of like consume the content yeah. pretty easily. Uh, yeah, I, I actually have a draft video in the queue waiting to be uploaded. Oh. But it's the draft out of the 30 drafts I've done. The one that I'm the least proud of. So yeah. I don't want to put it up. But oh, I should I'm excited up about and, this now. And yeah. kind of preface that it's... Not the greatest. A bit, a um, bit dodge. Yeah, it's a bit dodge. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a shame. Gonna do. Oh, and, we'll um, be there. Do keep your eyes on the Seven Line Hand YouTube page for opening 100 War of the Spark packs that I didn't oh, pay for. 28 Woo-hoo. minutes of packs being opened. Yeah, and then I might do a draft afterwards, I guess. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Um, oh, well, we've got... Oh, I didn't look this up. What was our, what was our um, Game of the Month special is The Mind. Mm-hmm. Good games are giving 10% off the mind. Yeah. What was the password? It was... Something to do with the mind. You have to go back to episode... 
145 and find out because we don't have that information with us right now no it was, I was no, supposed to write it down we're making them go back and listen to it yeah that, that's brilliant yeah clever marketing yeah um and uh yeah and so well yeah I suppose yeah and so, and so next week we will be back uh which is hot in the tails of this episode mm-hmm. and we're going to be taking a look back at some of the oh, <laughs> the silly the silly things <laughs> Is what David's written. Yeah, it's like three things we've done. Yeah, this uh, that was not. I didn't expect to read that. We're taking a look <laughs> back. This is what the the copy says. We're taking a look back at some of the stupid shit we've done over the years as we start to pack up the board game side of Seven Land Hand and transform it into something new and exciting. Oh boy! Ooh, yeah, so exciting. So yeah, if we can do our homework properly, we should have a bit of a laugh at some of the silly silly nonsense that we've talked about mm-hmm. or reminisce a little bit. And we'll have Matt here, and uh, uh, yeah, we'll have a we'll have a chat about about everything Seven Land Hand board game that we've done over six years. Wow! Uh, as we slowly change that, <laughs> slowly it's taken about three months so far. Yeah. <laughs> um, into into something new and exciting, mm. and that does for everyone that's listened so far get excited because that is going to mean more things for you, really. Yeah. More more giveaways, more, more freebies in your ear in your ear holes. Yeah, we're thinking about it. Maybe this time we're going to do, we'll give away a game, and then it's ten percent off for the rest of the month if you didn't win. If you didn't win, so yeah. if you know if you haven't won, boom, go and get, go and get the game. Yeah, use ten percent. We got to work that stuff out, but it'll come with the announcements of all the cool things that we're going. Yeah. yeah. All right. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah. All right. You got any thoughts for, for over the music? Um. Yeah. You got something? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, go. go. Just start yeah. it. I'll get it. Here oh, we go. Oh, there's the music. Off the dome. Yeah. Just telling you... Well, a, the top of the dome tale. as a waka 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 microphone. Yeah, from the and top the, of the dome. The content that I have to say is... We didn't do hot garbage, so... I'm going to do hot garbage Hot right garbage. Now. Hot garbage. Um, I'm still annoyed that Arena isn't doing ranked... Current, current set drafts. I think we should that make a stand. Is, honestly. Have you heard that? My hot garbage is that they, they don't do ranked draft as a current set. How dare you? <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>